Hello, everyone, and welcome to Alara's Refuge, Episode 7. I am the storyteller, William Boyles, and I am here today a little bit ahead of the rest of the crew to have a little bit of a conversation one-on-one -on -one with you guys, the listeners, about some stuff that's going on on our end here, as well as some things that are going to be coming up with in regards to the podcast and some exciting things that we've got coming. So first up, we do have a plan in place right now to run this campaign through kind of the end of the current arc that the group is on. Um, and we anticipate that that'll probably take somewhere between 10 or 12 more episodes-ish to be able to resolve everything that's kind of outstanding right now for our group. And then what we're going to do at that point is we are going to take this group, this campaign, and kind of put it on the shelf for a short while. And after that happens, we will be coming out with a new campaign using the Spelljammer mechanics that just came out in 5th edition. And so it will be in the same world, but some of the, some of the things will be different. So Alar's Refuge, by and large, is a world that I have created that is a cycle. There, It's a four-part cycle, one of which the, the group is currently in right now is referred to in, kind of on my grand blueprint as step zero and something in the world is happening right now the calamities have just happened the multiverses have fallen apart and this place alar's refuge is the the place that all of the, is a safe space for all of these people to come to and start anew the next game that we will be doing will be happening in a different step. So there will not be the safety of the precincts. There will not be, you know, a lot of the things that we are kind of getting used to. But at the same time, we're going to be seeing a lot of things that are familiar, a lot of holdover things, a lot of groups and stuff like that. So there will be some familiarity. There will be some differences. And we're going to kind of do the same thing with that. We're going to play that campaign for a short while. And then the next step from there would be to put those characters again on the shelf for a bit, but then we're going to come back to the characters that you're getting to know right now, to Crete, to Fio, to Trill, and to Crawl, if that's what he's calling himself then. Hmm. Anyway, in addition to that crazy fun time that we have coming up. We just finished doing the session zero and talking through characters for that session, so I'm a little bit hyped on it right now. Additionally to that, we also have some things that are going on in the current campaign. Some information that you, the listeners, get to know well before the players do. Because, well, I get to record these things. And because I get to do that, I can slip some information in here now, and by the time that the players listen, Sorry, guys. They will hopefully have found the information out, but you guys will kind of have known what's going on all along. Right now, I am taking you guys to a small room in the back of a warehouse in a district about 400 to 500 miles from the wheel. And in the back of this warehouse a tabaxi which is a cat-like person with black ears black fur stark green eyes wearing a cloak of reddish brown coloration steps out from the darkness 
and a man steps forward to meet him. The man is short. He looks to be goblinoid. His shadows are cast across his face. The small goblin man looks up to the tabaxi and says, Now listen, you gotta know we didn't have anything to do with this. The tabaxi man looks back at him, chillingly, and just stares for a few moments, letting it sink in of who he is and why he is here. The goblin man pulls out a small bag of coins and says, Look, this is... Here's your money back. We couldn't find anything. I, I, I don't know. The tabaxi instantly goes to his belt. He plunges the dagger into his chest. The goblin looks shocked and confused. Ugh! Bleeding from his mouth as he tries to speak. <clears throat> You're just gonna kill me? And the tabaxi man smiles. And he turns around, and as he begins to walk away, from the blade itself, crackling through the goblin man's body, light comes out, engulfing him and the blade, leaving nothing there. As this tabaxi man slips out of the back of this warehouse, he pulls a list out of his coat and takes a look at it. He has three names on his list. Crete, Fio, and Trill. Thank you for joining us. Thank you so much for sticking with us. We hope that you're subscribed. We hope that you tell people about us. If you have anything that you want to suggest or anything that we can be doing, we're happy to listen. And now I'm going to take this group of wonderful listeners back to join the rest of our group as I introduce this evening's episode of Alar's Refuge. Thank you for adding me. Oh, Craig. All right. Is everybody ready for episode seven? Yeah. Yes. All right. Let's get to I it. I am ready. Let's get to it. That's my whole intro. Perfect. Nice. <laughs> All needs is some theme music. I mean, I I would add theme music, but like slowly adding things on. Like I'm still getting the whole editing thing down. Then. All right. So we are coming back today from a the last session where you guys had tried to go and meet with Merrick Drogan, and you ended up finding out that he had left town because he had not heard back from Solace Grandmire, and he was, wanted to check into things and make sure that everything was going according to plan. At his request, you guys then decided that you were, or then found out that Driscoll Favar had actually been uh, informed that, or that's not what happened at all. You guys got a note that said Driscoll Favar is there to assist you if you need anything in Merrick's absence. You guys followed up on that, ended up meeting with Bev. Uh, 
after a short conversation with her and Driscoll, uh, Driscoll finding out everything that you guys knew uh, that had kind of been kept in the shadows from you, then went off to have a conversation with Bev that Corbin managed to get a natural 20 and become part of the shadows to spy on part of the conversation, wherein you learned that Driscoll and Bev were having talks about what the current goings on of Grace looking for revenge and everything else that has come from that will mean for the wheel itself. After that conversation, because Corbin dipped out before he could hear what the results of it were, the group was having talks amongst themselves while waiting for them to come back. When Bev shows back up, she declares to Crete, I need you to challenge me to an arena fight, and I need you to lose. And that's where we left off. So Crete, uh, tell me what you're thinking in this moment. Uh, so Crete is just suspicious of this. Um, from his perspective, there's probably very little chance that he could ever defeat Bev at this point. Just given her reputation and how, you know, where he thinks he is in his own arena journey. Um, so, like, the idea that he would have to lose deliberately seems odd. So Creed will mull the idea over kind of thinking through what could possibly be motivating her. Can I make uh, an insight? Please do. That is a 10. Okay, what are you trying to glean in this moment? Just why she's asking you to intentionally lose? Kind of just trying to understand what could potentially, like, what could even motivate her to ask him to lose? Uh, with a 10, what you can see kind of on her face is determination. Like, she, she is reaching out to you at this moment almost hoping you will go along with her plan. That's all you can really see on a 10. While you, you've been sitting there mulling it and while you're trying to eye her, uh, does anyone else in the party have anything that their characters are thinking about that you want to talk about? Um, yeah. I know Trill, in his mind, I mean, he's like, there's no way in hell. This is, you know, our ticket to stardom. This is our, like, you know, ace in the hole, and now we're going to have to throw it away and it's going to ruin our perfect record and you know no one ever becomes you know the greatest on in the arena by you know losing their second match um not to mention more than and more than that his thought is that if she wants her them to, them to throw then maybe she isn't as good as she seems and you know maybe there's a maybe there's a way to actually beat her and yeah trill's trying to think about why would she ask for this? Like, is this how she's won all of her matches? Has she actually won any matches? 
Do you want to roll an insight check as well? Yeah, I suppose I could. All right, go for it. I mean, it. he's more of thinking to himself and not so much trying to figure out what she's going at. But I'm not sure if there's a check for that, but it's more of a... I, I still think insight would apply because you're trying to, to figure out how she's thinking. Yeah. It'd be a natural 19. Okay. Uh, no bonuses or anything to that? Nope. Oh, no. He doesn't do a lot of insight. Okay. Well, in this <laughs> moment, he does have a, a little bit of insight. Uh, with a 19, a little bit better than a 10, not throwing any shade, but a little bit better than a 10. Uh, with a 19, you can see the, the thing that Crete missed, which was you see in Bev's eyes that she doesn't want to hurt you guys. She is essentially, she knows that she will have to do this for whatever she is planning, and she is essentially asking for permission to harm you because she doesn't want to, but she knows she has to. But she's doing it for our favor, for our benefit. That, that with a 19, like that's the only oh, thing that God. you can piece together. The worst part is I think that's going to make Trill more angry. Because then it's this idea that, you know, like we, like we wouldn't stand a chance beating her, which we probably wouldn't if she's using her weapons and armor. But she's the one who issued the challenge, right? Trill, not Pith. Oh, Jesus. Wait, what? I said Pith. Oh, yes, Trill. Trill uh, senses this. Well, that's yeah. a character from another campaign, and uh, yeah. Yeah, no. Pith wouldn't be thinking anything like this. He'd be like, I don't want to be here. Um, no. Uh, Trill is, yeah, and Trill's thinking, he's like, if she doesn't have her weapons and armor, maybe maybe we wouldn't have to throw the fight. She issued the challenge, so we can essentially decide the terms. And she did tell us last time we met her that her weapon and her armor are uh, pretty much do all the work for her. Okay. So <laughs> while you're while you're mulling that, but the question uh, is: Is that the right thing to do? Fio and Crawl, are you thinking anything in this moment? Mm-hmm. So hearing Bev's proposal, Fio kind of gives a little smirk and relaxes back into the seat she's in. She's kind of a mixture of amusement and intrigue. She's like, what angle is this? And in her mind, she heard Bev fighting Crete. Nothing to do with her. So she is kind of interested to see how this is going to unfold. And she kind of wants to see them fight as well. So that's where her mind is. All right, Carl. Um, Crawl immediately thinks that she will destroy us if we, any of us, if we fight her. Um, Crawl is trying to think back and think if he's ever heard of her ever doing this before, anything like this. Uh, if you want to roll me a history, Eleven. No, you you know that Bev. Um, when Bev fights, it's usually at the behest of Driscoll. Uh, she is not normally named as a person. She is normally named as the champion in a fight, and she specifically asked for Crete to challenge her. 
but that's all you've got. And in, in all of my dealings and knowledge and information gathering and stuff, like, I can safely assume that whatever she's planning here, it was probably Driscoll's plan. Uh, from that conversation you just heard with Corbin, it mm-hmm. sounds like she has a different idea, or through Corbin, you think that she has a different idea of what needs to happen than Driscoll. Okay, okay. Interesting. Oh, wait, so her, her request was she asked Crete to challenge her. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, well, shit, there goes my idea. All right, so now after everybody has mulled for just a moment in that, there's the, well, there's a, the moment of silence when everybody is kind of processing what has just been asked. Um, right now, I'm actually going to ask each of you to roll initiative to determine who gets to act first. Nine for a <laughs> Uh, 11 Creek, for Creek going last. Trill. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I got a three. Okay. Five so, for fire. All right. So with an 11, Trill, you can act first after she has asked this, if you would like to say something. Oh, you know he does. <clears throat> so Trill kind of, I mean, we're basically, she's sitting on like a throne, right? Like, what's the room look like? Yep, the, the the room that you were previously in where there's the stairs that are each a dwarf high that kind of lead up to where there's a, a chair that normally Driscoll sits in. It's not... It's a throne, but if you cut the back of it off, so it's kind of just a U-shaped chair. And she's mm-hmm. sitting down into that chair with kind of her legs dangled over the, the arm of it, looking at you guys just kind of kicked back, very relaxed about this conversation. All right. Well, Trill is going to be as uh, persuasive, charismatic, and tactful as he usually is. He's going to kind of uh, flutter up a few of the stairs, so he's kind of in between, I guess, the rest of the party and her. Arms crossed, and just like... So, this is how you do it, hmm? This is how you rose to the top? You 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 what you you have things that people want and then you you stronger in them arm them you get these up and coming amazing talented people like Crete and then you're gonna just what smush his career under your boot heel you're gonna you're gonna oh throw him a bone and be like oh I don't want to hurt you I I don't want to you know crush your dreams so I need you to take him throw to you know hit the mat for me I need you to go down for me and that that's it right I don't that sounded weird when I said it like that I mean you you need him to throw the fight for you. I mean, is that is that all this is? It's just politics. I mean, he, he's this. He has his whole future ahead of him. You're already at the top of the game, and and now you're just gonna. You can't do this to him, to and, us. And crawl. This is where you can cut in with whatever you're doing. Crawl just walks up and like grabs Trill on the shoulders, like from behind, and like pats his shoulders, like calm down, buddy. It's. You see what she's doing, though, right? You've you've never seen her fight. Be- <laughs> believe me, she didn't win by throws. But but she doesn't even want to fight. She she like we haven't earned a fight or anything. Like like, like we're we're not on her level, is what she's saying. You know. Oh oh, you know. I, I don't want to. We're not. But 
you, you're just going to accept that, though? There are people stronger than you in life. You can work on getting there, but that doesn't mean you're there right away. Well, then we shouldn't fight her yet. I mean, Fio. then everyone's going to see how weak we are. File, this is when you can start doing whatever you would like to do. I was going to hit up that luscious wine bar, kind of give Trill a look like, damn man, you need to chill out. My guess, Trill, is that she has a plan, and for some reason, it involves this happening. It involves humiliating us. I mean, the, the sheer fact that Mountain Inferno is going to fight Bev is probably going to do wonders for their reputation. Wait, 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 what? No, this, this is Crete and Bev. Crete, oh. this is where you can now step in. What would I be challenging for? Well, okay. First, Trill, I totally see your point, and I can understand why you would think that, but let me allay your fears. I'm doing this, I think, for the same reasons that you guys are. Um, so, there's a lot going on, like, in the wheel, you know, um, that you guys don't know, like... I think we all are in agreement with that, right? Like, yes. She, she just and kinda, I hate it. She just kind of looks at you guys. Um, so, like, some people are having a lot of tensions with people on the rim, and like, now that this is happening, people are worried that like it could spark like a big fight and a whole bunch of people will end up getting exiled on both sides. And like, there's a lot of worry about what could actually happen from this. And like, yeah, people will be resurrected, but like there will be lasting damage regardless. Right. So I came up with an idea and Driscoll's not really on board with it. So like, that's why I'm going to do it with you guys. And for me to do this, like, I, I'm i kind of strong, but, like, I don't think I can do this myself. And so I figured why not use the arenas to help us and stuff? Question. S Question. Yeah, what's up? Trill, uh, at this point, he has his hand raised and everything. You know, he's got one arm kind of bracing the arm, you know, that kind of position. Uh, uh, he... Is, does he always smell like burnt brownies, or is that like... Is that no, like new? they usually don't smell burnt. Uh, <laughs> wait, so why why is Driscoll not on board with this great plan? Like, Is dethroning him part of the scheme? Oh, no. Like, <laughs> it's just, he's on board with, like, letting whatever's gonna happen happen, and I don't want people to get mass exiled for something that like we could try and solve you know because like serious like crete uh you're cool but like a lot of your goliath people if they think that your sisters got hurt by this balak dude like 
they're going to come down here and they're going to cause some problems and it's going to be physical and like the guardians are going to get involved. Wait, what do you mean get involved? They're going to exile people, dude. I don't really see how that's a problem. Yeah, how does that play into you to freaking publicly because, shaming Crete? Because they're going to come down. They're going to attack the Mixit people. The Mixit people are going to fight back. There's going to be violence. Innocent people could all be caught up in that crossfire, and I'm trying to defuse like all of that and try and get the people of the Rim to be like more with us and stop this whole like separation thing. What am I going to be challenging for? You challenge me on behalf of the Goliath for the wrong of letting Nixon Knox get captured. Because I am the arena champion and I should have been able to do something about it. I defend and say that we are going to be doing something about it and we'll put Balak Mordrin on trial. If I win, you will all be held until that trial and be called as witnesses to tell whatever you know before the judge. Have everything be heard out and handle it that way instead of using an arena battle because I'm sorry, I don't think you guys can like really take one of Mixit's champions. At this point, it just, uh, Trill just smells like, it just smells like burnt. There's barely any brownie left. That way, your people can be sated because the challenge was issued. Even if you lose, we're doing something about it. Like, you will already know I'm working on it. And you'll see that we're trying to do this the right way and not have a bunch of additional casualties we don't need. Where are we getting the evidence? You guys came here talking to us about all this. I assumed you guys have got all of that stuff and if they throw up like a zone of truth spell, as long as you guys are telling what your experiences are, we should be fine, right? Well, we have our we have is information and things to pursue. Our need to get close to Balak was in order to confirm the information that we had. Now, so you guys come as guests, and then at some point during the evening, once you've done your evidence gathering and stuff, like you come and find me challenge me publicly in front of everyone Balak will be there because the fight will be outstanding he won't be allowed to leave how does that work out of character have we have I ever heard of a of a trial happening I know arenas is, did everything arenas normally do everything so this is entirely a weird and strange thing for her to be proposing 
if Valak attempts to challenge you or Driscoll over this, you will fight him. Dude, I've fought so many times. It'll be okay. You've never fought, like, Valak, though, right? I mean, you're the strongest in the wheel, but, I mean... Uh, I, I mean, I've beaten Mixed Champions before. Like, they wanted to open up, like, 17 extra alchemy shafts besides, like, the four they took over in the wheel, and we said no, and they wanted to fight us over it, and I, like, I shut that down. Yeah, but that, that's, that's, that's business. This is Balak himself. Like, they, they, they will play fair to whatever if it comes down to opening stores, but if it's the head, if it's Balak, I mean, you're going to wake up in dust form somewhere. Well, You'll never make it to the arena. Well, you know, it's not going to be Balak. It's not going to be Driscoll that's involved. It's just going to be me. I'm choosing to do this. Driscoll sent me down here to send you guys on your way. I don't know. I don't like this. Crete, you can't be actually considering this, right? I mean, this this seems like the evil plot from like a fairy tale or something. No, not fairy tale. <laughs> that word from like a like a story, like a story. Like 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 we're gonna make this agreement, and then something's gonna go wrong, and then it's gonna be our fault, or there's gonna be some unforeseen circumstances, and it's gonna blow up in our faces, and then we're gonna be holding left holding the bag. And true, then... I need you to roll me a perception. <laughs> That's gonna be a natural one. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh... I don't you see shit. don't notice, but the rest of you very clearly see that after he mentions fairy tales, that Bev is like leaned up from her seat and trying to peek around and see if Trill actually does have a tail. It's it's, it's going to blow up in our faces, or 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 it's this is or I'm going to gesture at her wildly and like we don't even know she might be on be getting paid by Mixit, right? I mean, maybe this is all part of some plot. He might already know that we're onto him. Why else would they be? She, you're, you, you want yeah. us held or something mm-hmm. until so we, we so we can't interrupt things. You want us in jail so we can't stop whatever's happening or something. That could be a line of thinking. Maybe Driscoll and Mix really? have boys business ties. Wait, no, Drisco, right? no, I didn't mean Driscoll. I meant what? Oh, well, yes. I mean, the, of course they do. Driscoll runs the wheel and Mix it works mm-hmm. on the wheel. Uh, exactly. Yeah, I um, guess. Business. Look, listen. Oh. Listen. I need options. Nix and Knox are safe. As far as I was concerned, as far as my mother was concerned, as long as they are safe, that's everything we need. The fact that we know who put them in danger is what caused this situation. I put my people in danger. I need options to get them out. Like, does it, 
does anybody else have anything? No. Nope. Just just saying, like that's kind of what I was trying to do was give you an option because right now, like I think that's what he's saying, but I think he's saying that that's the option. Oh, oh, I get it. Okay, cool. I've I, I've never heard of a trial happening. How would a trial carry any weight? Like, how would if a trial isn't an arena? How would its result have any lasting impacts? Oh, like that's why I need the arena fight, right? Because like trials don't exist here, but like where my dad's people came from, like that's how they solved things. There was like they use these things called trials, and like you get one person who's like an upstanding person to like hear all the facts, and you get like a couple of people to listen in on what's going on, and then like everything gets presented you use like zone of truth spells you use like abjuration divination kind of things and they figure out like the truth of a matter and then that determines it like it's not a big thing here a couple of precincts have tried using it but like as soon as that started happening like people didn't want to use it because it's so much easier to just fight a battle and be done and not have to do like all this crazy stuff but like I got a whole book on how to do it, and so, like, if I win, we can use the power of the arena to make this thing binding for this purpose, right? Suppose so. I mean, Crete, it's... I feel like the final decision is yours, but I don't see any other good options. But <sighs> one step at a time. If we can get Balak cornered, <clears throat> the longer we keep him in the wheel, the higher the chances are we find better evidence. It's true. And keep in mind, we're going to get to try to find evidence before you have to do the challenge. So Why? If, we, if we don't find anything, then don't challenge. But, but I mean... This all only matters if he makes it here, right? I mean, what what if they weren't weren't we like initially planning on trying to ambush him on the road or something? Until Driscoll said that all the dude's gonna do is teleport. Oh, damn it! That's right. Oh yeah. Um, about that. Uh, I have that handled. Handled. Yeah. Um. So I have a fight later tonight. Um. I kind of put some wheels in motion, assuming you guys would be on board with my plan, and we wanted to slow things down a little bit. Um, I have a fight later tonight with a guy from the Maven's Accord that is actually going to, as long as I win, of course, uh, we're going to shut down teleportation within the wheel uh, for a week so that trade unions can make sure that they meet their monthly quotas. Would that hurt monthly quotas? I mean, yeah, but like I needed a reason for him to need to challenge me, right? I figured you guys didn't want him like teleporting in. You guys seemed really upset when you heard about that. Well, I mean, yeah, but if we're doing this other plan, then there's no reason to worry about him on the path. 
Don't I you mean, want more time to collect evidence? Yes. But where we but the evidence we have to get is from him. But why would he give us anything? I mean we keep seeing evidence like it's something he's holding on to. Essentially we're saying that we'd have to question him and he'd have to willingly tell us something. He's never gonna do that. I doubt he's gonna travel alone. I'm assuming um, that we're gonna question trill. other people. You I'm gonna make you roll to see if you remember this. Only a flat intelligence. Flat intelligence. Check out my flat intelligence. Uh, just a check. Yep, just intelligence. Bam! The flattest intelligence you've ever seen. 23. You remember... You play tennis on that intelligence. You remember that you already know where to go to talk to some mix-it people up at the the un- yes. uneven top. Yep, the uneven top up there in the north end. Up in toppers, and so you remember that you have that in. You also are friends, theoretically, with Pebble Chagrin, um, who is the person who they're going to be meeting with. So you do have a couple of different ways to try and get some evidence on the way, um, like beforehand. Um, You also just have the ability to try and figure out more of what was going on. Yeah. All right, so we have things we can do before he gets here. even if we're not going to waylay him, which I think was always kind of our well, last ditch effort. And if you find out enough stuff, maybe you could still waylay him. As I mm. recall, the last thing that we heard is uh, Mr. Wombat and the Soprano family are currently actively working along that road. Yes, to keep tabs on them, right? Well, to, to pre-build they're, the... They're uh, setting up a trap. S- yeah, to trap. slow them down. Well, it's not a trap so much as it is just to slow down the thing and keep them stuck there for a little bit. Like, it's not like it they're going to attack. It could be used as a trap. It's being built large enough that it could be a trip. Falls into a giant fucking pit. <laughs> Wombats. Um, so you see that Bev is sitting up there and so she's like, so I am now telling you all officially from Driscoll that he cannot help you with this endeavor. So like, go on your way. Um, but are we good? Are we on? Should I keep working this? Yes, Beth. All right, dude. Like, I don't. I'm sorry. Like, it's probably going to hurt if we have to fight and stuff, but, like, I'll try and make it as quick as possible. <laughs> um. So, yeah, skedaddle. Uh, get out of here. We don't want to help you anymore. Ooh, Mountain Inferno. Oh, hey, um, for this thing to be binding, I am going to need to fight all four of you. Wait, what? <laughs> what? Since when? Well, like, I don't want to take a risk that it doesn't work on you supporter people, because, like, I'm kind of asking for something weird that hasn't been asked for before, so we don't know, like, what's going to happen. So, like, Everyone who's in a fight for sure like gets affected, but like supporters might not be. I don't know. Like, we'll see. If, if it doesn't affect people outside the fight, then it won't affect Balak Mordra, and this all is useless. I mean, it, that could be, but like, I don't want to risk it, so I'm gonna have to fight all four of you. That doesn't make any sense, Bev. Yeah, I agree. I have a reputation here. If it, it if it affects people outside. 
then Balak Mordrin has to be in the fight. If it doesn't, then we don't have to be in the fight. There's no reason to add us in. She just kind of eyes you, and you see that she's trying to follow your logic, and she goes, yeah, I think it has to be all four of you. I am now going to spend anywhere from five minutes to an hour sitting down and explaining this to Bev with pen and paper. Uh, she gets up as you start to pull your pen and paper out to explain it and heads upstairs to where Driscoll was. All right, Sam, so I'm glad you agree. And then I'm going to walk away. See, see, mm-hmm. see? What did I tell you? What did I tell you? It's a plot. It's a plot. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah. Now I now I don't trust her anymore. But maybe. Uh, Why? Why? Crete, what do you think? Uh, Crete, you were probably staring right at her. Roll me an insight and uh, take advantage on it. I hit it once. What just happened? Ooh, that's weird. Uh, you got a 22, it looks like. Yes. Uh, you see no deception on her face at all. You see that, like, she listened to what Crawl talked to her about, but she, like, ran numbers in her head and, like, is very confident that it has to be all four of them. Whether or not those numbers will run correctly, you don't know. But in her mind, she's like, yeah, it has to be all four of them if we're going to make this work. But you see... With that 22, no deception, no her trying to trick you. I think we can trust her. Trust her to ruin us? Yeah, I, 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 I don't know where you're getting that idea. It's very clear. My logic is very simple to understand. And she's going against it. Someone probably bought her off because they saw our amazing arena match as Mountain Inferno and they wanted to quash it. So they're like, mm-hmm, we're going to pay Bev. Wait, so you, so we can. You all do realize that losing an arena fight means absolutely nothing about following. What? Right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm, I, I do. What? Where have you guys been? That's yeah, not arena what? fights, they're everything. But they're everything. The only bad thing about losing is whatever the bet was, whatever the wager was. Well, yeah, plus public opinion. I mean, mm-hmm. do you think the rest of his people are going to let him back on the wall once he decides to put it all on the line, say, I'm doing this mm-hmm. for the wall, and then he has to throw the fight and lose? And then how is he going to go back up there? They're going to be like, we were about to take revenge, and now we can't because you had an arena fight. This is going to get Crete exiled. I mean, no, yes, Kareem's going to have to deal with that fallout. But I, I just want to say, you're vast, I think you're vastly underestimating Bev's power. The, there is, the, I don't care if Crete wants to lose or not. I'm pretty sure he's going to lose. Oh, Right as you say he's going to lose, you hear the announcer shout out, Another win for Eladrin the Wise! What can't this old man do? Didn't you want to talk to that guy? Yeah, 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 I do. I'm going to race to the window, see if I can look down and see him. Uh, you look down and you do see him standing there. Uh, the You remember him kind of, like, you, you probably last saw him nine months ago or so. And back then he was a kind of 
forward-leaning, a little bit of a hunchback to him, wore long robes that kind of covered his entire body. Um, he would wear a very odd-looking hat um, that was kind of somewhere between a sombrero and a top hat, and you never understood why he wore this thing, but he was certain that it was stopping rays from the sun that were coming down to kill him. Uh, it was kind of a joke that he was Eladrin the Wise because he didn't make the, the wisest of decisions and he kind of seemed odd to people. But right now he's standing down there and from the same kind of material that his robe was made of, he now appears to just be wearing a pair of very loose pants that you would like normally associate like a monk with wearing that are held on with, by like a rope belt that he's wearing. His shirt is off, his chest and his stomach muscles are just rippled and in his hand he's holding what looks to you to be like a red glowing rapier and he's once again standing kind of on top of a uh a plank that goes about 60 feet from one starting location to the other with like kind of an endless abyss underneath himself kind of like showing off to the crowd for a moment before he turns around and heads back to his uh entry area Wow, he got ripped. I'm going down to meet him. I'm just going to race off before anyone else. Unless anyone else is saying something while I'm leaving. Have fun. Uh, also, I like the image of him just looking like Master Roshi every time he took so takes off his robe. You know, <laughs> just like nothing but muscle underneath. I mean, that's kind of the transition you get. It's like from mm -hmm. a kind, meek, older man who's just kind of off and weird to like a 60-year-old swashbuckler, essentially. Yeah. We're, um... We have time to talk more about this as things go on, but I... I don't know. I can't shake it. I feel like Bev is on to something. Yeah, for you, maybe. It, it just doesn't make sense why we would all have to fight her. Look, Crete, you're a decent person. You have beautiful shoulders. But uh, I just don't know about risking my reputation uh, losing like this for you and I guess your kind. I mean, I just, sorry, but... I don't see what's in it for me. It's all right. You don't have to. I mean, if you can convince her, I mean, I'm cool with that. Like, I really love our Mountain Inferno thing going, but... Great, we'll just kind of look down. Nod. And just say, it's all right. I can handle this. If you can't get involved, that's fine. We'll do what we can. We should leave. Probably make sure Trill doesn't get in trouble. Let's As take some of this food first. As you say, let's take some of this food first, and Fio obviously goes to start pilfering up some of this delicious vegetarian grub. Uh, we're going to cut down to Trill, who's kind of raced downstairs to try and figure out where Eldrin is. Uh, as you head down there, Trill, go ahead and just roll me a d20. 
right, just a natural D20. Just a, just a straight D20. Just a easy D20. 19. You almost immediately are flagged down by what looks to be somebody who works at the uh, arena who is like one mm. of the they're, they're wearing the kind of arena arena garb and he's like immediately like f- jumping up and down trying to flag you down uh, i'm gonna kind of i'll, I'll flitter over to him uh, hey. what 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 hey you're the uh the uh, fairy dude i'm i'm supposed to be looking out for to tell you eladrin the wise is just getting out of his fight yeah right. where's he at Oh, uh, he, so he's c- going to be collecting winnings, so he's going to be down on, on the first floor down near the prize room. Uh, but he's only going to be there for a short while because he said he needs to get out of here. So I've been like, I've been looking for you for like five minutes, right. but like, all right, uh, this way, it's that way. Yeah, down there, right down there. Okay, okay, I'm going, I'm going. Thanks, thanks. All right, so you boogie, you. you boogie, you skedaddle, you get down to the mm-hmm. room. Um, boogie, you I'm see, down. When you get to the room, this is adjacent to the room where you had met with. Uh, pebble when you guys had won uh the room you guys were in is for like smaller prizes things that are easy to do indoors this other door that you walk through kind of leads you into almost what you would call an underground barn um it is a a large warehouse area that is normally used to stock things um for arena fights but in this instance there are just a ton of these cows there that all seem to have three horns on their head the two normal horns on that you would have on a cow but then also like almost a rhinoceros horn at the end of them uh there mm-hmm. appear to be 60 to 70 of these things crammed into a warehouse that probably should only fit about 30 of them uh, and you see that Eladrin is standing kind of at the head with a little piece of paper, and he's talking to somebody about getting these things uh, delivered. All right, I'm going to slowly kind of approach, hoping that he notices me before I get to the point where it's rude to be that close. Uh, let's take a look. No, you are way too close when he notices you. Um, yes? Um... Hi, Eladrin, uh, the wise, uh, you probably don't remember me, um, but I'm Trill Barberly, uh, my father and you, um, kind of did some business together and way back in the day, back before you guys both lost everything. Uh-huh. Uh, Tarkin Barberly of Barberly Alchemy. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, I just, I just, uh, I, I've been watching your fights here at the arena, um, and I know you know you lost your industry, and uh, you know my dad lost his around the same time, so I was just wondering. Um, you want scraps? You want like money? What? Like? No, 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 no. I don't. I don't want anything from you. I just want to know how 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 did you do it? Like how how are you? How are you? You're doing so well now. What 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 changed? Uh, roll me a persuasion. Oh god, that's tragic. The first roll I have that I actually get a bonus to, and I roll a two, so that's a five. I, I, I'm sorry. I don't know you. Um, I. Do recall a Barbary that I worked with in the past, and good, 
good for you for being his son. Hope he's... How's he doing? Yeah, he's dead. He, um... Dead? Like, lethal yeah. fight? No, yeah, he... He opted not to resurrect without uh, telling my mother or I. So I see. Well, I'm, I'm I... fine. I'm fine now, though. It's it was, it was just uh, honestly, I just wanted to say the thanks because seeing you doing well out there was uh, it felt good to see, you know. All right. You don't happen to have like cattle or anything, do you? Cattle? Uh, no, I mean, I have like a Goliath friend, but do you, nothing do you, like livestock. Do you like, do you like own a Goliath? No, 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 he's a friend. I, I don't own any livestock at all. I thought you were asking for like something big, like to move something. It just more meant like do you have, possess anything valuable? You said you came from some kind of a family. I came from Barbary family. Uh, no. No, I don't have anything valuable. Um, look, this was... I, I recognize you. I, you recognize me? I recognize you. The, the green apple fairy man. Uh, uh, oh. Oh, the fairy pies. Yeah, I get... Yeah. I'm not even sure if I get any royalties from that. I used to work at the uh, pub that makes them, and so they... I think they thought it was funny or something. I don't know. Uh, you see him doing math in his head. Uh, the rest of you, as you guys were coming downstairs, uh, you, anybody want to roll me? Are you guys looking for Trill when you go downstairs? I'll turn up eventually. Yeah, we're trying to make sure he doesn't get in trouble. Nope. Oh, okay. <laughs> anyone who is looking for Trill, so you don't have to if you don't want to, anyone who's looking for Trill can roll an investigation. I mean, I... Can I take a pass on it? Because, like, yeah, Crete knows what the arena protocol is. So, oh, so you just a... want to take a pass and just immediately walk down there? I, I will let you roll with advantage because you don't necessarily know that he went down there. Um, but I will okay. let you roll with advantage. It is a low DC, okay? As it's, it just seems pretty obvious to, to me or to Crete where he would go in that sense. Of course, I get a seven. It's fine. You made it. You got a five. That's all I was looking for. Uh, because okay. so, somebody somebody actively knows where he is. Um, Crete, you... <laughs> Crawl just you, looks through the walls. You go to find somebody, because you know that there was somebody who was supposed to tell him, and like you're kind of moseying in that direction as you're looking for somebody. Crawl, you immediately find the same guy who's like, yeah, your friend. He like he went he went down that way to go to, towards like the the prize pickup. And so as you start walking that way, you kind of like grab Crete along the way. Uh, File, are you just meandering off and fucking off into the night? Um, she's probably still struggling trying to get a bottle of wine into her pack. One of the the workers there comes up and goes, "Oh, ma'am, do you need an extra bag to carry that?" Hmm. Thank you. And they bring you a bag, and it's got, like, Driscoll's face on the side of the bag, and it's, like, very, like, not shoddily made, but, like, it's made to look much fancier than it's actually the materials in it. It's a complimentary tote. You got a, you got a canvas tote. <laughs> you, you got the complimentary <laughs> canvas tote with Driscoll's face on it. That is adorable. And look, 
eye patch and everything already. Yeah, he's very insistent that it's on everything. Like, he thinks he's a pirate now. I could see that. I didn't get that. Uh, so they say that a demon bird came out of nowhere and attacked him in the evening. Mm -mm. Oh, wow. Terrifying. No one has ever seen the bird again. Oh, no. Oh, he it, didn't just kill it? it? It had been, like, stabbed, and it fell down into the arena, but it fell into the arena, like, when there was an abyss down there, and so it just kept falling, and we don't know what happened to it. Oh. Well, I hope it doesn't come back. <laughs> I mean, shame if any evidence showed up. <laughs> Out of character evidence? reminder, Crawl still doesn't know. Oh, wait. Uh, it was his owl. You don't. Uh, actually, never mind. I was going to make a, a joke about the evidence, but you're not actually there, Trill, so never mind. Disregard. Uh, so you guys quickly find your way over. Uh, as You you guys are going to show up in, in a little bit here. I'm going to have a little bit more of a conversation with, with Trill and this guy first. So, uh, Barbely. Uh, alchemist, right? Yeah. Yeah, we, we yeah we that's what, that's what we did um, before Mix It Ink, um, kind of yeah, you know, does what they do. Interesting, interesting line of work, alchemy. Is it? Well, you take things that you know exist in nature and craft them and create them in ways that nature perhaps did not intend to create outcomes that could not be foreseen. Oh, yeah. I mean, when you say it like that, it sounds romantic. I just, you know, it's just always something I've done. You know, kind of. Uh, you know, it was expected. You know, right? It's a, it's what you know, it's what the family business was. You know, before while well, there was a business, but um. I see. I see. Mm. Uh, uh, what about you? I mean, what I, I remember seeing you around, but I was kind of a little, you know, little guy. So roll me a perception. Uh, perception. Oh, God. Two. Okay. Uh, roll me a charisma saving throw. Or For just a second, you think that you hear Eldrin mutter something under his breath. And then, before you know what's happening, and this is as the rest of the group is approaching. Trill, the words come out of your mouth. Eladrin, I challenge you to a battle. Eladrin, I challenge you to a battle. Oh, after I've just been standing here, you would do such a thing? Yeah, I need you to battle me. Well, clearly we have no oh. choice but to handle this. What's in the going arena. on here? I'm battling him. I accept what? your challenge. Uh, as Yay! you guys begin to approach, uh, Fio, if you would like, you can roll an Arcana check. Okay. That is a 16. Okay, as you walk into the area, you feel the aura of enchantment magic pulsing in your necklace, into your body. 
And Did you just cast a spell on him? The t- you would dare say that I cast a spell, madam? As you can see, he pulls out a rapier. I am a noble warrior. And I shall mm-hmm. defend my honor. And Accept your just... challenge. Hang, hang on, hang on, hang Zone on. of truth. Hmm. I also start casting detect magic as a ritual. Okay, that takes how long? <laughs> Ten minutes. <laughs> Ten minutes, okay. Nobody o- moves. Only because I can't cast it as a regular. I very good. So you start casting, you start drawing out this very complex set of runes on the ground. Uh, and I'd be like, dude, what are you doing? And then she's like, you're going to go to cast truth. zone of truth. As you yeah. go to cast zone of truth, it is counterspelled. You can oh. tell. You can tell he counterspelled you. Uh huh. Now you're casting more magics on me. This must be settled in a in a duel. I will heading inside immediately. Oh, yeah. You see, he makes his way inside. Uh, Trill. After about thirty seconds out of his eyesight, you feel it snap, and you're just like, "What did I just do, and why?" Ugh. Hey, where did Eldrin go? I forget. Oh gosh, what was I talking to him about? You just challenged him to uh, a match. What? Why? I, what? Pretty no. sure he. Yeah, he charmed you, sweetheart. Wait, what? That you makes. Can't do th- yeah, but that kind of lines up with how he's been uh, challenging everyone with valuable things. No idea what he thought you had that was valuable, though. But uh, I don't really have anything valuable. Wait, uh, but. Uh, no, he was like he was friends with my dad. Like, I, I just well, where did he go? What does that mean, hun? Business is business. I keep telling you that. Yeah, he um cast a spell on you. You challenge him to a duel. He accepted. I just tried to zone a truth him, and he counterspelled me. You can't cast spells in here. Uh. How how did you he cast can see spell that then? where Trill is standing is not inside the arena? Well, where he's floating, I guess, because he was at the entryway talking to the guy at the stables. Yeah. Wait, was I just outside? Is that why he was standing here? Uh, Crete, what do I do? You're in a challenge now. Crete, what, 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 what? I don't have anything he wants. What, what could he? What did I challenge him for? You just challenged him. Uh, but we don't have terms. I, I didn't. I mean, we can invalidate this, right, Crete? I've never heard of that. Oh, isn't there like, um. What do I do now? We can try and find a guardian and see if there's a way to talk it out. Where where, where did he go, though? Is he inside? He went inside, yes. Okay. He was probably running from the dispel magic that I was slowly casting. What, is that what you're drawing on the ground? Yep. Sorry, I oh. can't cast it faster. No, it's fine. Damn. You guys can go back to the tavern if you want. I mean, 
You don't. You don't have to stay here. I'll figure. Uh, I'll, I mean, I'll. I'll figure this out. I'll be fine. Um, you guys can go back though. This is. Um, First thing, no. we should really just check and see when your fight's taking place. And the terms. Yeah, if you want. Considering that you haven't finished the conversation, you may even be able to name a champion still. Um. Oh. So, first things first, is let's go back inside and check with the books to see what he registered this fight as. Okay. I'll, I could I can go do that. I think we're gonna have to go with you, Joe. Why? Yeah. I mean, I wasn't gonna like just fly off somewhere or anything. You know. Well, I think that means you forfeit, sweetheart. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, this is why you need all of us to go, because we're the level-headed, responsible ones. Uh, um. The fact that that is true right now really shows us where the Mountain Inferno is at this point. Honestly, if you're alone, there's a chance that he's just going to cast a spell on you again. Mm. Less likely than he can do it to a group. For all we know, he had more to talk through the whole situation. You know, remember that all of his fights recently have been lethal. He wasn't able to claim a lethal fight. Maybe he said it. Maybe, maybe I said it before you guys got here or something. Nope. Mm, I mean, that's fine I if it is. It's so. just you, you guys know that you showed up as he said, "I challenge you." So yeah, you, you we, know we that he did not say anything about it being lethal. But you mm-hmm. have a feeling that your arrival may have had him run off before Trill could have said more. Let's go check in on the books. Okay. Don't worry, Joe. We'll figure this out. Okay. If anything, you might just get your first win. Okay. All right. <clears throat> what are the legal things about like using magic to compel people to duel? It has never been a thing that has come up before that has been proven without there being another battle about it. Uh, and generally, a battle is still what is settling it. Because then you can claim that there was some something false, which at that point would require you to then issue out a challenge saying that, that they did this thing, and then that just results in the same battle anyway. It's just that you're essentially counter-battling them. But because they did not use physical force to do it, the Guardians don't care. Mm, loopholes. All right. Um. Okay. Uh, let's go. Let's go check with the uh, books inside. You guys head back in. Uh, going out through the stables, you see that people are actually starting to like take these giant beasts out of here uh, on their way towards uh, Eldrin's plot of land. As you guys make your way back in. You head back upstairs to the second floor where you know that the kind of fighter check-in area is, and you guys see sitting at the table where you've previously kind of run into Bev, there's a guy who looks very familiar. It is the gentleman who ran your wind fund during Mountain Inferno's first fight. 
Oh, hey guys, what's going on? Um, sorry, do we know you? Oh, hey man, like I get it. You're Mountain Inferno. You're famous. I'm uh, Kevin Arium and a and a floor. Uh, oh no, this is uh, my name is Lavatron Anarius Verifonium. Uh, Bev's my sister. Bev has a brother? Yeah, dude, I'm Lev. Lev, oh my. Dude, do you want to call me, like, Lavatron all the time? Because, like, that's cool. That is a cool name. Wait, what is Bev short for? Oh, Bevanarium Enaphorelius Verifondinium. So we just call her Bev. Because, like, it's the first three letters of her name, but it's also, like, the three letters of her initials. Right. Lev, thank you. Sorry, it's been a long few days. Uh, our friend here has entered into a challenge. Oh, cool. Like, hmm. um, I don't see anything for Fio in here. Uh, She's like your other fighter, right? Yeah, not um, me. Mm-mm. Speaking this one. of our friend Trill here. Hi. He's gonna fight? Uh-huh. Well, what we want to do first is understand what he's fighting. So, has he been registered yet? I don't see anything in the books, man. It, it would be, uh, um, well, the opponent is, um, uh, oh god, it's only just black on his name. Eladrin. Eladrin, yeah. Uh, the opponent would be Eladrin, the mm-hmm. wise and deceitful. No, oh, no, he he left. Like he ran in here from the stables, like talked to one of the waiter dudes, and then like took off through the front entrance. Which waiter Wait. dude? Do you, do you know which one he spoke to? Um, no, but like I could ask around. Um. Yeah, and I mean, I'm assuming you know arena rules. What happens if, like, theoretically, a person is, like, theoretically charmed, theoretically, and then like, challenges someone? Well, was, the, was it a complete challenge or like? Well, I don't know. Like, what, did what, guys, what was it? Did you guys set? Complete? Did you guys set terms or anything or like? No. Then just nothing, dude. Don't worry about it. You can't just be like, I challenge you, and like that's all that happens. Like, you Uh, need terms, there needs to be like lethality level set. Like, there's a lot of rules you have to follow. It's not just like willy nilly every time the words I challenge you come out of somebody's mouth, but like it doesn't take much longer than that, honestly. Just so everyone's aware, the entire room just smells like brownies, just freshly baked, serily, straight out of the oven. We got like, you know, Mara, what's called Mrs. Fields. Just pumping right into the middle of the mall. That's all you can smell for the whole, like, you know, block. Whoa. Uh, I think did I just. To... Did you just rip one, dude? What? Yeah. No. No. Gross. No. I just relieved. Not like that. Just, you know, feeling. He's relieved. relieved. I get it. Uh, I thought I was going to die. 
Well, let's just make sure from now on you never talk to that guy again. They do that, though. I mean, he, he always seemed really nice when I was a kid. Oh, sweetheart. Yeah. Well, people change. Things and happen. And you were a child. You don't see anything. You got rose-colored glasses on when you're young. And what did I always tell you? Business is business. Well, I just, I guess I was, I don't know. I don't know what I was thinking. Um, yeah. I mean, just go love. It's actually love. a really good Can I ask you something? going on. Yeah, dude. Mm-hmm. So. What would you say if there was somebody forcing fights onto people through magic? Uh, Coercive. You- you see Lav as he's, as he's standing there, and he looks very similar to Bev. Uh, he has the same kind of um, sallow skin. You can see that he also is uh, reborn like she is, like she has a, a blue tint to his eyes. Uh, as he's kind of sitting there with you guys, previously when you were with him, he was wearing kind of street clothes. Now you see him, he's actually got what looks to be some very finely made leather armor on. In his belt, you see that there are a a couple of daggers on each side of the belt as he's sitting there. Looks like he's ready for a fight at any moment. His reaction when you say, what if people were forcing other people into fight, is to kind of lean forward a little bit and go, well anybody were like forcing me to fight I would probably like lethally end them alright cause like you can always step lethality up you just can't go the other way before a fight right right but but we mean more of like as far as the wheel is concerned what does like Driscoll and the area around here? What do they oh, think like, of? That's not cool. You shouldn't do it. It's like taboo, frowned upon. Boo! Challengers are supposed to be a pure thing. Like it's not good. Oh please! This whole thing is a fraud, anyways. Oh what? Really? Really? This is all like honorable and shit. No, come on. The people who have the power and the money to pay for champions are the ones who are always going to come out on top. They can take whatever they want from the little people. They can't afford challenges, can they? Did you have the money? I didn't have money, no. Did you have the power? But these were just some mix-up guys we were fighting. Come on. But you were able to go in there and make a difference even with what you had, right? Yeah, but they thought that they they were going to take us. They didn't know us. We were unknown. I mean, you may have been an unknown quantity, dude, but, like, people know Crete. He's not, like, a newbie to the arena. Well, they didn't know Trill was friends with him and that he would fight for him, did he? Who's Trill? I mean, oh, the, the little guy. The little guy. Yeah. That's the guy who got challenged, and we stepped in and fought for him. So you have to have powerful friends or money to buy it. And if you have those, you'll come out on top and take anything else away. That's exactly why Eladrin, he knew his mark. He knew he could beat them. And then he took them out with a lethal fight so they could not come out and took all their stuff. Did you guys not see that? Oh, yeah, for sure. 
it's besides Thank the you. point. We're not we're not here to debate anything, Mr. Cards, or accuse anybody at this point in time of anything specific. I'm pretty sure we did, but okay. Right. Creed just looks at Lev and says, we're not here to accuse anybody of anything specific at this point in time. But your advice is well noted. Killing people is good advice. Like, I give that advice a lot. I'm just going to put that out there. Like, that is a good way to solve problems in my line of work. Your line right. of work? Do I know what his line of work I'm is? Now. Uh, you, you do not. Actually, besides the last time that you saw him when he was doing raising the wind fund, uh, this is probably the second time you've ever seen him crawl. Interesting. Uh, and actually, as as you guys are breaking away from him, is kind of what it sounded like to me. Is that correct? Yeah, Creed is trying to lead everybody away okay. at this point. As you guys are leaving, uh, Crawl he looks at you and he says, "Hey, by the way, tell Eltrana hi." Is that? Uh, no, nobody. Oh, come on! So, what line of business are you in? Uh, gonna like, uh, I, I, the, the way I like to think of my work is I'm in procurement. Procurement of what? Goods. Mostly goods. Mm-hmm. We need to work. Let's go. Later, guys. Uh, if anything does oh. come in, Trill, about like that whole thing, I'll send a message. Cool? Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, right, make man. sure if he does come back, um, no terms were set, and we have witnesses, so if he says anything, he's a fraud. I mean, it sounds like you guys are pretty upset with this dude, and I, I get it. I do. Like, you're good. Uh, you guys make your way back down and find funnel your way out to the entryway of the arena. Where would you guys like to head from here? Crawl's having a minor um, mental breakdown. Like he turns into a cat and just starts like pacing in a circle. Yeah, Trill. Oh. I think the. Uh... Oh, go ahead. Just that's great. Just talking to Crawl. Crawl hmm. cannot talk back because he's a cat. He Silly continues creed. pacing in a circle and like, like flick. It, it all of the signs, the body language of like an annoyed and like worried cat is going through Crawl right now. What is your problem? He's talking to the cat. Do you need pets? We need to continue working on collecting more evidence. We need to understand what Balak was trying to achieve. Or at least find a way to confirm he actually did what he did. Okay, can I ask you one thing? 
I, I feel like we have a solid understanding that it was him, right? I mean, we have your brother's word. That's yeah. it. Yeah, but how can you really trust anyone anymore? Right? Usually. What do you mean by that? I mean, it's just you said it yourself, right? Everything's business is business. Exactly. My brother has a money interest. Oh, yes. Driscoll has a money interest. I mean, we don't yes. really know, but Dragon's Flagrant might be secretly owned by Mixed Ink. Who knows? You know, anyone you think you might be able to trust, you can't. Someone wealthier mm -hmm. with more money is probably patting their pockets or they're going to oh, find absolutely. a way to take everything you have. There is always an angle. Why do anything then? Malik does not you can be on top. work with Mixit. Should, you of all people should know that already. I, thought, I think I do. But I mean, that's only because he maybe hasn't needed anything from me yet. You know, maybe like he's just waiting for me to have something that he wants. Or maybe he's just keeping tabs on me. I mean, granted, there's nothing else that Mixit could take, but... I mean, how can we trust anything? Or anyone? About anything? Ever? Girl, what? You, know, you just went through something very dramatic. But if you don't... If you do not try to keep faith in the people around you and the community you live in, then your life in this world is going to be a very sad and short one. Um, excuse me. Do I seem sad and short? I mean, you do seem sad. <gasps> yeah, a little. What? I'm not sad. You drink constantly. Because it's delicious. Your textbook alcoholic avoidance. I don't know what, what you're talking about. Yeah, I think he lost me too. I'm just anyway. curious what textbook Creed's been reading. <laughs> just like it's funny that Creed, Creed is suddenly kind of the realization that no one in his party is mentally stable except for him. Um, does uh, anyone currently uh, wearing something that has sleeves? Uh, yeah, I have sleeves. sleeves. Yeah, full chain. So. No, I might. I think I'm wearing kind of like a blue, uh, I don't know, long sleeve shirt thing with a vest kind of thing going on. All right. Then, oh, but you're also small, aren't you? Yeah, I'm floating in the air too. Crete's the biggest one. Uh, Cat crawl is gonna try to like climb on Crete and climb into his armor and like climb down his sleeve. You ever seen a really scared cat that'll do that? <laughs> like they try to climb down into your sleeve because it's really tight and warm and secure. That's what mm -hmm. Cat crawl is gonna try to do right now. And Crete's one who's lost his sisters and all such. <laughs> now he has to take care of all this nonsense. What in uh, the. Anyways, I, Trill, yeah. Trill, 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 I'm giving Trill a pep talk here. Trill, you're right. You can't trust anyone. But you know who you can trust? 
No. Just self. What? Have some self-worth, man. You've got to believe in yourself and you just keep going. No matter how many times you fall in the dirt, wake up in piles of your own vomit, you pick yourself up and you keep going. No matter how many times people stab you in the back or use you for their own gain, you just keep going because you deserve better. Right when you say that, a messenger walks up that looks very suspiciously familiar. Perhaps a messenger that your party made shit himself a few episodes ago. Hey, I, I have another delivery for you. Can I just hand it to you this time and walk away? Oh. <sighs> oh, that's right. I remember you. Is this going to be about the pen again? Who's he it hand, for? He hands, hands you a note. Fine. <sighs> This Thank is, you. The envelope itself is very embossed, very embellished. It is beautiful looking. And it says, Tufayo Sulta from Kadrim Ardeth. Fuck me. I'm sorry? Nothing. What's this? Nothing. Nothing. It's obviously something. Looks like something. You gonna trust yourself out of that? Oh, I need a drink. Hey, come on, Fio. Uh, you just gotta, you gotta keep going, right? Mm, should I ban this? Should I ban this? No, no. You won't get to see what's inside. Yeah, that might be a good thing. Or it might be, you know, a letter that says, look out behind you, you're about to be stabbed. No, this wouldn't be that. Unless they were doing the stabbing. Well, maybe they're trying to give you a heads up. You're going to want to know right after you got stabbed. Uh, no, you read it. Shove it out, trail. All right. Let's go to the flagon. Let's... Again, uh, Trill, I'm going to send you... Oh, oh, go, ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I was going to say, uh, about 10 or 15 minutes into the walk, Crawl's going to crawl out so that his wild shape doesn't end while he's inside of Kareet's clothing. That's a good thing. Be an awkward rest of the walk back after you turn back into like, a cat after coming out of his sleeve. Yeah, I feel like at this point, Crete actually isn't uh, surprised really at all about this exchange. Uh, <laughs> something feels... Weirdly normal about this. And Crawl will just shift back and he'll say, we need to talk somewhere where we can't be overheard. Good thing we're going to the flagon. Mm, <laughs> yes, let's, let's go wallow down in that cellar. Mm-hmm. That's was, the was perfect ambiance. His, his office, but... Oh, yeah. Oh. Merrick's office will be fine. I mean, we we probably owe him a favor or two at this point, but at least we, it's dependable. <laughs> so. 
So on their on their walk there, like Fire's gonna be like ahead of everyone, just kind of like, kicking dirt as she goes because she's really annoyed, kind of muttering to herself and not talking to anyone. The cradle call. If you've got that much energy, you should probably just run. I find running helps in these situations. <sighs> Fine. She's just going to yell like, <gasps> and like just legs it. Great. Clearly, like, great. Just like pounds dirt and like you know just starts running right behind her, kind of a thing. Like, kind of like, yeah, you're doing this. That's great. Keep working at it. He, he starts like <laughs> talking her like. You really just need to let that energy out. You should like let it all out. Just like run, scream, whatever you need to do. And he's just like running alongside her, kind of like a coach at this point. All right. So you guys have <laughs> run away from your problems. Uh, the mm -hmm. Catman has climbed out and is running alongside you until he turns back. All of you guys make it back to the Dragon's Flag and find yourself a seat. And as you find yourself a seat, uh, Trill has finally gotten this letter open because he's been very carefully opening it because it's very nicely made. And he's thinking maybe it might be worth some money afterwards. But you do I've, finally get it open. I've been using the uh, Ever tool I have, which of course comes with a letter opener. Uh, because why wouldn't it? <laughs> I've been gently just kind of, and then using the Ever tool to generate a small little bursts of steam, which it also can do, specifically for letter opening, uh, and also cleaning glasses. Just kind of. <gasps> oh my god! You guys won't believe it. What? What? I got, I got the envelope open. <laughs> no. All right, all right. Story time. Everyone, gather around. Gather around. <laughs> Just kill me now. Uh, you, you guys are at a, probably about six o'clock in the afternoon-ish time-wise. So coming up to to nighttime. Should the story occur here or in his office? Ooh, ooh. Evan, grab drinks. We'll take it to the office. Just in what's, case, you know, it's secret information. What's I mean, the most potent drink that they have there's, here? There's three drinks. There's light, medium, or hard. So you go to the hard one. Hard, please, in a, a jug. You see the dim looks at you? <laughs> that kind of thing. Yes. I got you. Yes, Jim. He yes. reaches back, and you see that he flips up a small... Uh, flap that is un on where the barrel normally sits. You didn't actually see that there was a flap there before until he flips it up. He reaches inside and grabs a mug and pulls it out and he just fills up the mug and it's it's essentially like a coffee cup and he hands it to you. Do I want to know? Oh, it's, it's one of the good ones. It, well, it It's bottomless essentially. <laughs> Bless you. Thousands blessing give, on you, sir. Give it back before you leave. Mm-hmm. He writes your name down on a little ledger and shoves it inside of there. <laughs> like a library book. <laughs> I'm, I'm grabbing myself a light. Yeah. I want to make sure I'm uh, conscious for this. Uh, the light drink that he pulls for you kind of looks like a very pale amber ale. It is back to being mm. booze and, and the wine is gone. Take a sip. Ooh, crisp. That's good. Crawl actually orders a medium. 
the medium drink that you get is more akin to like a, a Guinness almost. Uh, what you have in your infinite glass there is essentially if you took whiskey and moonshine and mixed them together. You fucking die. That's yeah, what you do. It, you, go blind, you go blind from drinking just a little bit and a whole coffee cup of it was handed to Fio. And so if I was got her, you know, 151 rum. <laughs> uh yeah, Crete will grab a um a medium and uh yeah, let's do this. All right, so you guys huddle into the office. Uh, Paulian sees you guys and just kind of gives you an acknowledging nod. Uh, while you make your way through, you manage to avoid Anita. Uh, you do see almost immediately upon entering this place that Rupert is running around with like two mage hands and like taking food out to people. Wow. Hit man. Uh, little stain's actually pretty good. It's impressive. Oh, right, letter. <clears throat> All right, you guys are back in the office. You close the door. Everything seals up. Uh, Crete, uh, once again with your special eyes, the <laughs> visage of a uh, purple iridescent dragon is kind of looking down upon you from the ceiling. It's really weird. Fire is starting to chug. All uh, right. Roll me institution. Uh, fourteen. Okay. With a fourteen, uh, you go to start to chug, and you get the first gulp down, and immediately your insides are on fire, and you do that kind of like coughing, spitting thing a little bit comes up through your nose and it really burns badly and like it kind of goes everywhere across this desk mm. that you're standing next to. Okay. <laughs> Seconds later oh, the desk itself kind of ripples and shimmers and everything that was on the desk is gone. All the liquid that had been applied to everything. Mm. It goes down smooth. Yeah, I can tell. I wonder if this thing gets rid of every liquid. All right. <clears throat> Here we go. Let's slowly take out the letter. Oh, pretty good, pretty good paper quality. Look at that, nice and thick. Oh, and it seems to be written here in kind of a scarlet ink on the front, actually. <clears throat> Fire rolls her eyes and like starts taking a few more sips. You? I'm assuming it means you, File are cordially invited to the wedding of Kadram Ardeth and Oceana Elementus to occur on Balivet II. Well, it's, I think it's two days from now. Uh, to be held in the Drizalia Precinct. Ah. So by this point, Fire is just like stuck drinking, and she is looking very, very depressed. You might even think she's like borderline tears right now. I wonder if that means you could bring like plus one or plus three. Anyway, oh, let me finish opening. I'm gonna start unfolding it, and uh, when I do, the key kind of 
falls out from the paper. It was kind of tucked in and just kind of clangs onto the desk. Uh, huh. Uh, let's see. Uh, oh, the rest of it's just in black ink. Uh, no! Wait, it says no. Just fucking with you, sis. It's me, Beyond Deck. Fucking! Any updates? Send a message. Use this key to get to my office when you need it. Fire throws the mug across the room. Uh, can I make a check to catch that? Yeah, go ahead. Roll a dexterity saving throw. Uh, sure. Ten? Uh, let's see. Actually, file, roll me a d20. Nineteen, baby. No, your ten does not catch her nineteen, and you see this thing go over oh, and and flip over on itself, and some of this stuff just kind of splashes everywhere in this place. The mug hits the wall; it falls down to the ground, lands on its side, and just more and more of this stuff just seems to be pouring out. I'll walk over and pick it up. She starts kicking whatever is around. What's around? Trill. Uh, no, Trill. Trill. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's a desk, there's one desk. chair in this place, there's desk. the bed. Yeah. Screw that chair. That's going over next. She's gonna push it over. Alright, so uh, file pushes the chair over. Yeah, at this point, like Kree will just like put the like write the cup up and then like walk over and kind of just pick bio up. Literally just like kind of like gingerly like grab her <laughs> by the waist and just like lift her up in the air. Kind of a thing, like both Just hands. Just big old creep bear hug. Yeah, like no, it's not even like it's not. It's like full on, like holding an infant out at like arm's length, <laughs> kind of okay. style. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Oh okay, if that's how it is. Yeah, she's gonna keep checking. She's like, God damn it, creep, put me down. Uh, roll an unarmed strike. Twelve. I don't think that's high enough to hit Creed. So you're just kind of <laughs> swinging your legs. He's got you like just far enough out that like the little like short kicks you're trying to do aren't getting to him. Hit that okay. asshole! I'm gonna fucking kill him. It's okay. I understand. Siblings you... are very difficult. Very difficult. I mean, don't don't get me wrong. I don't think about your brother. I don't understand him at all. But he's an asshole. He does seem quite difficult in his own ways. But uh, he's involved in all of this. <sighs> okay. Okay. You can put me down. Where is my beverage? On the in the on the ground, like right next to where the bed is, surrounded by like a puddle of this drink. We will gently put her back down. She will nod her head and take two strides, and then kick somebody else. 
and then go get her mug. The downed chair takes another kick as she goes to grab the mug. It's unconscious. It makes a death saving throw. Yeah, it's failed. It's dead. It's a dead chair now. <laughs> um, Fio. Uh, you, you know, this. I'm not sure if uh, this is gonna sound like a compliment. Well, what I mean is that, I mean, frankly, I think after, if you had to grow up with the way your family is, you're actually surprisingly uh, amazing, comparatively. I, I just mean, like, in terms of, like, you know, you're not like this. I'm going to kind of wave the letter. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, I was, I, like, know, chugging more at the same time. Uh, She's going to make another con save. Roll me, roll me a, a perception check when he waves the letter. File. Oh, she is busy con saving downing that. With uh, a twenty. All right, all right. So with your twenty con save, you you do you start downing it. You start drinking it almost like it's water, and your insides are burning. But at this point, you're just like, nah, it's okay. It's the, the burning is a good thing. Uh, and while you are busy doing this uh, with your twelve, you don't see the inside and see your brother's handwriting. You just see the front of that thing that says. You are cordially invited to the wedding of Cadrum Ardeth and Oceana Elementus. And you know that your brother chose Oceana because she was the one who you always looked up to when you were younger. The one that you always thought had the coolest clothes and the one that was always the most beautiful at the parties. And your brother just knew that choosing her for this would drive that dagger home the most. She's going to snatch that envelope and just stop trying to rip it up into tiny little bits. Oh, yeah, easily, easily. The very expensive envelope that, that Trill spent so long trying to open carefully, you just demolish in seconds. And then there'll be some stamping. Mm. Is there any fire in this room? Uh, there's like torches. Oh yeah. I was gonna walk over to one of the torches on the wall and try and like take it off. Okay. At that point, Crete definitely stops her. <laughs> as soon as she starts going towards fire, she goes, like, "No, I can't. I can't." She, she grabs the torch and starts to pull, realizing that this thing is firmly in place. And at the same time, Crete's hand grabs her wrist to stop her, just in case. It's okay to be angry, but you can't let your anger control you like this. You're just going to let him win every time. You think there's any way to actually beat him? Give it time. Been like this my whole life. Well, now it's like this with us around. Maybe it can be different, you know, if you stick around and let it be. Why would you help me? 
I like you. That's all. I mean, that's why I help any of you. That's why I help anyone. I like them. Yeah, but... I mean, that's it. That's it? I kind of like scrunches up her face at him, not really understanding. I love my people, my family, and my friends. And, um, well, I want to make a difference in the communities that I live in. Sometimes that means you stand up for people. And if I like you, then I have no reason to doubt why I'm, you know, protecting you, why I'm fighting for you. That's why I've always done what I've done. Trill, what are you doing with the letter? Um, He's kind of just holding it in both his hands. At this point, the joy of reading it has kind of been surpassed by the guilt of how shitty Fio's taking it. Krull, I'm assuming that you are kind of messed up right now, but are you paying attention to this letter at all? Honestly, probably not. Like, out of the corner of his eye, maybe. Alright, why don't you roll me a perception Like a passive or something, kind of? Roll me perception with disadvantage. Eleven with disadvantage. Okay. Um, there's something weird about the letter. You're not sure what. There's something weird about it. Like even even in your addled state, you manage to catch it out of the corner of your eye. What? What's up with that letter? Give me, give, uh, me, give me. It's here. just Fio's brother being an asshole. What, you want it? Yeah. Um. Yeah. Here. I'll hand it over. Burn it when you're done. Um. Crawl's gonna start inspecting it, or if he thinks it's something that's magical oriented, he will be doing detect magic for ten minutes. Inspecting it. Go ahead and roll me another perception. This time, do it at regular. Don't 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 be disadvantaged. Fifteen. You can make out because you deal in kind of spy networks and double talking letters. There is something else written on this letter, but with a 15, you can't make out what is written there. What do you see, Greek? Or crawl? Sorry. <laughs> what do you see, me? Yeah. Wait, you got good eyes, right? What do you mean? He points at Crete and he says, You got good eyes, right? Can't you like see stuff? I mean, I've been seeing things differently lately. All right, cool. And right there, he turns into Crete. Crawled, shapeshifts into Crete. And then he tries to perception again. Okay. He knows that that's not how stuff works. Like, he knows he doesn't gain Crete's magical eyes, but he's drunk. Yep. Oh, wait, you never drink. 
Yep. Well, so I do today. You see, you see, crawl in front of your eyes, turn into Crete, and start like shoving this letter into his face, trying to figure it out. Um, Trill's pouring his beer out on the floor because he was halfway to his lips, and it's just kind of turned sideways. Crawl, um, crawl. Are you okay? What's wrong? Oof. Hang on, hang on, hang on. I gotta see if I can see this with your eyes. Uh, do you want me to actually roll again, or do you want to just take uh, the previous one? No, you're, you can just be, still have your 15 for this, but now you're just like, you're looking at it, and, and you keep getting the same thing. Like, your special eyes have, for a second in your drunken haze, make you think that you figured it out, and then all of a sudden you're like, oh no, but that, then, that doesn't factor in, like, the whole first half of this thing. Oh, shit. Uh... There's a secret yeah. message written here somehow. I can't figure out the code though. How much of I drug? Am I seeing two crews right now? No, no, it's not just you. What is it's, happening? It, 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 crawl, crawl, crawl. Just turned into Crete. What? Oh yeah. Yeah. That means meant... Crete like an animal or something. No, 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 what? no. I meant to show you guys this at some point. Creed already knew, but I'm a I'm a changeling, and I'll switch into my what? normal changeling form. And you guys have never seen a changeling before. I can't trust anything anymore. Hey, I thought you're a druid. It's I am. The changeling is my race. Oh. Well, but okay. But you're like you're. you're wait, Would so you're alive. You would you describe what your normal form is to everybody? Yes. Changeling form is like white hair, pale white skin, gaunt and pretty thin. Eyes are just blank milky white. It kind of looks like a like an empty canvas of a person. He still looks like he's wearing all of Crawl's clothing when he changes. It's just he shifts forms. Are there like mushrooms in this drink? Like, no, no, no. I'm. A, I mean, you you have to have heard of changelings. We're we're just yeah, I mean, rare. But I thought it was like kind of one of those things where it's like some people can, you know, do crazy things, but there's no way to prove it except by asking the person. So you kind of just you know secretly admit that it probably doesn't exist. It's like a myth. I mean, I didn't think they actually worked. Change leans. There are. Uh, Crete will sort of gently reach out. May I? May I take a look at the letter now? Are you like taking Please. it from yourself? Is this a spell? Crete will take the letter and like open it up and kind of use start your, to look through it. Use your special eyes. Give me a perception with advantage. Um, I'll even like point out the part that I see. But that I can't make sense of the rest to help. Is there is there any way I could get better results if this was based off of like my my painter's proficiency? This is this would not be painter's proficiency because okay. you're not trying to like interpret something. There's the actual right. you have to it's actually like find the stuff. code and reading a code. Yeah, so you have to gotcha. you have to be able to see it first, and then you can start trying to figure out if you can figure it out. All right. So Carl, you said perception Carl, with advantage. Carl grabs Crete's head in like in his hands, and he just goes like Crete, and then he shifts into Crete's mom. I believe in you, and then shifts back and takes more drink out of his thing. And then, really when weird. he does that, he bardic inspirations Crete. 
d6. Alright. Uh Craig's <laughs> just like, I don't even he's he's so confused at this point now. Trill's uh, just hugging his knees sitting on the desk at this point. <laughs> he's terrified. Uh at the, the nine. <laughs> you are more infatuated with the fact that you guys just realized earlier today that Crete has or Crawl has never had a drink with you guys. It's always been non-alcoholic things. And now he is drunk and it totally throws you off. And you are far more focused on the fact that he turned into your mom than you are looking at this piece of paper and you're just like, Yeah, there's totally something here, I guess. <laughs> you're not looking, Crete. You're not looking. I'll try to like grab the paper out of his hands and shove it into Fio's face this time and point out the stuff. Oh, I'm such an idiot. Why was I going for that? And then she does produce flame in her hand. No, 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 there's a message. Uh-huh. What do you mean yeah. there's a message? Don't care. Don't care. She's going to go find those scattered bits on the floor and produce wait. flame on them. Wait, wait, wait. I know who can do this. I know someone who's who's gifted and skilled. I'll be right back. He, I shift back on? into crawl, and I leave. Where's, it? Where's the it? note? With the note. All right. Oh, I, we... I go find Rupert. Okay. <laughs> you, you you very he's you walk out the door and he's like right there getting ready to deliver some food. All right, I'll be like, go deliver that food, and then I have a special request of you, sir. Okay. It's just, hold, watch this. I don't even need to move. You can just start talking. He puts his hands up and starts wiggling his fingers, and the two little mage hands continue taking the plates and setting them down. Okay, what's up? <laughs> you're you're amazing. Why, I, why don't I picture him doing like a, like a thumb and pinky kind of wiggle thing? <laughs> <laughs> wiggle, wiggle, wiggle. <laughs> you're amazing, Rupert. You're amazing. Okay, so, so like, what do you So need? do you see this, see this note here? Wait, can you read? Yeah, why? Okay, cool. Do you see this note here? And I'll hold the note up to him. Uh-huh. And I'll be like, oh, wait, 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 wait. And I'll grab him by, like, the collar, and I'll, like, drag him into the office. Whoa! Like, we got to do this in here first. See this, see this note here? And then I'll yes. point out, like, there's this sec- there's a second half that's a secret code. Creek will close the door. Can you, can you, can you... Oh, thanks, Creek. Can you try to figure out the rest of it? I, uh. like I said... You're you're amazing, and people underestimate you. And I think you can do it. And he, I'm going to use my fourth of my five bardic inspirations on him. All right, he's going to look at Fio and go, "Is this something that my master commands?" Yeah, don't knock yourself out. I'm busy with this fire here. Fire's pretty cool. Yeah, I, I like fire too. Um, yeah, I can read this. Hold on, let me see. Okay. It's a note. It has a special second part. Okay, hold on. I'm, gonna, I'm prepared. I'm oh, ready. Crete, uh, is there is there like a fireplace in this office? Because this is also kind of like Merrick's bedroom too, right? Uh, there is not a fireplace in here. There does appear, uh, as you're like looking around the room, like there is a pillar that looks like it has like a small hole in it that 
it looks like it's a very condensed heater. It's not like a full-sized heater, but it's it, there is enough room in it to probably fit your whole Goliath fist through the hole. Is it is it like a little thing where you build a fire in it, or is it like? Yep, you like build a little fire. Like... In it, you build a little fire in it and light it up. Okay, cool. Crate will help Bio start to move the rest of the stuff that she's lighting on fire into that little space so that she can just burn it to her heart's content. Okay, so you are cordially invited to the wedding of Cadrum Ardeth and Oceana Elementis to occur on Bali Vet 2. So like two days, okay. In the Drizalia precinct. No, just... The second part's right here. It just says he's fucking with her, right? Who's her? Who's sis? No, 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 no. There's a hidden message. There's a hidden one. Oh, okay. So, like, I need to find this key. Okay. You see, he starts looking at it again. And... Dad is missing. Have you seen him? Bill's drinks pouring out on the ground again. Now that he points it out, can I see it? Totally. It, it, you can see that kind of in between the lettering in Janasi, very faintly on this paper, uh, had been written kind of letters that were hidden in the background that were almost imperceptible, but once he reads it out loud, you can see it. Rupert speaks Janasi? I have learned things because my master is Janasi. Rupert... Rupert, I, I always knew that you were the best person here. Thank you very much. I can pick him. Oh, language like I can talk to my wife. He pulls out a silver and like hands it to Rupert and says, good work. And then he'll just kind of like usher him out the door. Thanks, hey, Rupert. Wait, wait, I, I take the they, note. They don't ever let me come in here. Can I just like hang out for a minute or something? What are you guys doing? No, burning stuff. At this point, it's gonna get sensitive. So, yeah, I want to learn how to burn stuff. Yeah. Could you not later? Later, right now. Later, fire. We gotta talk about some stuff. Okay, next time you and me, little man, produce flame. Yes, new spells. Can I do produce flame with my mage hand? Uh, I mean, you, yes. You instantly know the answer is no. Like, we'll get we'll get to the next step. But does she also know the answer would be no that you normally can't have two mage hands at once? Yeah, that's kind of weird. But nobody's <laughs> asked about it yet. We just don't. We just don't ask. Just don't ask. Uh, yeah, Crete will again. Like just. Make sure that he's got the silver in his hand, and and literally just like usher him out the door. Crawl, make sure to grab the note. This thanks, Rupert. You're welcome. You see that one of the little hands goes to grab the note from you as as he goes to leave. Um, I don't let him. All right, go ahead and roll a uh, athletics or acrobatics, depending on how you want to dodge his little hand. You are looking to beat a 19. I'm not 20. 
Okay, you tell me. How do you get out of the way of this hand that very sneakily comes up and tries to swipe this thing from you? Um, almost like a magic trick. Like I just like flip it around his hand so that like he's always almost about to catch it, but he doesn't. And then the door closes and the hand disappears. Yep. Okay. Okay. There's a note on here. And I'll point it out to the group. Is is there anything else written there other than what Rupert said? Uh, from looking at it, now that you know what letters to look for, no, there doesn't. Now, those of you who don't speak Janasi can't read what it says. But in Janasi, it just says, Dad is missing. Have you seen him? Charmy. Charmy. Crawl does not speak Janasi, by the way. Oh, well, then no, you just saw the lettering. <laughs> he just points it out to uh, file. Okay, and she's going to like cover the rest of it with a hand because she doesn't want to read it again. I just imagine you take it, you rip the, the, the front <laughs> of it off and toss it in, and then you're just looking at the part that matters. There we go. Hmm. Uh, it is about 30 degrees warmer in this room right now. That's why. That's really warm. You guys lit a fire. What do you mean, guys? I didn't do <laughs> shit. <laughs> you uh, were participated by standing by and not doing anything. It's really more my fault than anything. <laughs> I mean, that's what we've been saying from the beginning, Trill. You allowed it to happen. Exactly. <laughs> I'm the one who knew what was wrong, and I said nothing. <laughs> Don't forget, all it takes for evil to triumph is good men to do nothing. Evil doesn't have to do shit. Good fairies it's all comes to down do to the good people. All it takes is good fairies to do nothing. Or exactly. to get tricked into battles. You know, one of the two. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. I... Hmm. Can I put out the fire while she's reading this? Uh, you can you certainly try. Yeah, whatever I have left in my beer, I'm going to just pour it out on there. All right, pour the beer on the fire. The fire continues to burn. Huh. Hmm. I don't know what to make of this. Do you care that your dad's missing? I mean, it depends. I'm going to use a that drink. Is, Sorry. That is not a an answer I was expecting. Well, I mean, okay, okay, okay. Did he escape my brother? If that's the case, like, I don't care that he's gone. Good for him. But if that's not the case, then... What is the most likely situation? <laughs> this is unlikely at all. Like, why, 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 my father? Why? He's nothing. He's no one. There is absolutely no reason anyone would take him. Well, your brother's someone, right? Um, file, why is this fire not going out? You see you see Pith in the background as you guys have it. Or Trill. You see Trill in the background as this you get an experience point. 
You see Trill in the background as you guys are having this conversation, repeatedly casting Druidcraft to put the fire out, but then like a birthday trick birthday candle, it keeps lighting back up. <laughs> um, but what's the, what do you mean in getting experience point? Just, just a joke. Like, <laughs> oh, okay, we, good. We, we do milestones, so getting an experience point is like, haha, That's what here, I thought. here's your bonus. Yeah. It's the star that you got from your teacher. Yes. Everything's made up in the points, don't matter. Banana sticker. Yeah. Oh. I just don't want to be Drew Carey. <laughs> um, the likelihood you... of my father escaping? Oh, like, ugh. that is also not likely. I mean, you saw him, how pathetic and sad yeah. he was, and he just tolerated it for years. Maybe he's just really good at pretending. Hmm. Or. Someone decided that Balik stuck his nose in something he shouldn't have and is trying to send a message using your father. Why aren't they? The yeah. more important question. Beyond Duck? Not Balik. Beyond Duck, right? sorry. I... Yeah. Uh, the more important question is if this is true. Are you worried about your father? I mean, maybe a little mm. kind of, yes. Right. So that is what we need to figure out right now. Yeah. Or, or, or also how to put out this fire. Yeah. Leave the fire, dude. Or is this just another one of my brother's schemes? You know what? That's probably it. That's that's the angle here. He saw that maybe I felt bad for my father when we met recently because I haven't seen him in years. And he's like, ooh, I'm going to twist the knife a little further. Mm-hmm. That's it. But why would he hide the message? I mean, if he wanted to twist the knife, he already... The letter was kind of knife-twisting to begin with. Well, yeah. This is just, like, extra. You think about what Fi what, what uh, Trill just said to you, Fio, and the only times you can ever remember your brother being nice or vulnerable with you are also memories you have of the times that he was the meanest to you. Also, this fire is getting, like, really hot. It is now 45 degrees warmer than when you entered. What does this fire contraption look like? Like a pillar that has, like, a little door handle on the front of it that's open right now, and you guys have a fire going inside of it? Can I close the door? Sure. I close the door. The fire goes out. The room instantly starts cooling back down. Fixed it! Good job, Troll. (laughs) Hehe. We got a lot going on right now, but family is very important. If you need help with your father, I'm here. Yeah, I kind of like your dad. I do feel bad for you. What do you mean I would? What does that mean? No. No, no. What does that mean? 
He probably oh, thinks on. that you're gullible like him and what? easily down on his luck, lost all his fortune, has nothing. It's kind of sad and alone. Sick deflection. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, probably. I guess. True. You don't have to take that. You know that, right? Wait, what? But it was true. I mean... I mean... Wasn't it? I mean, you can empathize with somebody. Sure. That's great. Good job. For you to, like, give you a thumbs up. But... Fio was just deflecting. Oh, Fio was deflecting. Nothing meant I was deflecting by feeling sympathy. I... Um... <clears throat> yeah. Well, uh, well uh, what do we want to do then? I mean, what do you want to do? I'm going to have something more to drink. Drinking is the situation. If your father is lost, somebody needs to find him. If he's not, then your brother is weak because he can't keep track of your father. That is not likely. Well, what's a more likely scenario? <sighs> Okay, fine. Someone's taking him. I don't think I probably know who. Really? No, well, maybe. I mean, it has to be. It has to do with what's happening with, you know, Balak and whatnot, right? I mean, that unless your brother's tied up in other crazy. Oh wait. Probably. Is your brother tied up in other crazy schemes. Pretty well. Resort to the desk, pick up the key, and go. There's one way to find out for sure. All right. What's with the key? It's to his office. Uh, you were already drinking when I mentioned that. Oh. Yeah, I also yeah. don't know if we're in a good enough state to go out right now. Wait, wait brother. Brother. Wait, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bev's brother? You know, that Lev guy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I would I would heavily recommend that you be very careful around him. Why? So So I, I'm a changeling, right? I can change into different people. Allegedly, and, yeah. And I change into uh Thrill's new girlfriend. What? Whoa. Whoa. Huh? Why? Uh, I told, wait, I told you is that Rita I would real? You, uh, Yeah. Yeah, oh, everyone I change into is real. Oh, thank God. I told you that I would help you practice talking to her if you want them. And then I, I switch back. I don't know why that worried me, but I just had a sudden flashbacks, I think. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I, I, I've got a few different personas out there. Crawl's the main one. That's the one you all know. I've also got this one named Grazi, and I turned into a male lizard folk. 
this guy's a treasure hunter, and he's usually not around. But huh. he's one I can use if I need to. Do you actually treasure hunt, or is that just his persona? Nope, just his persona. Oh, I mean, okay. if I ever had to go into his life for some reason, like if something really bad happened and I had to abandon Crawl, then I would have to treasure hunt for a bit. Wait, did you kill this man? No. Oh. No. I don't know how it works. Like, are you wearing his skin, or how does that work? I turn into Trill. <laughs> Do you oh. feel any different? Did anything bad happen to you? I think my heart's beating faster. That's because you're pretty. Uh-huh. I switch back. Do me to, next. Uh, I change into Vio. Mm-hmm. You're looking good. Indeed. I mean, this is like a... Is, is this like a... Are you casting, like, spells? Is it reflective? Does the no, person... No. Well, he doesn't have to be in the room. It's like, it's like how I can turn into a cat, but I can also turn into people. Yeah, but turning into a cat's magic. I like you as a cat. Have I said that I before? I like being a cat. It's calming. Mm. Oh, it's right, 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 right. You as a cat. Is that weird? Right, right, right. Magic yourself back into an orc. This is getting confusing. Well, no, 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 no. Okay, so, I, 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 all right, I switch back to crawl. So, when I was here, before I met any of you all, I was doing some work. And I got, I ran into, and by ran into, I mean he ambushed me in my house, Light. Remember that guy that I told you guys about that really murdered people? Wait, what? Uh, Yeah, yeah, that guy, Light, who's part of Nivix, who who murders people with his disintegration spells. Oh, shit. He ran into me and... Replaced you. I... Well, he was no. Oh. He he. The person that I was was someone that he had killed, and so he was confused as to how the person was still alive again. So I had to show him that I was a changeling, and so I changed into this person, and I shift into a female half elf, and I was like, "This is Eltrana, a traitor." I've never used Eltrana since. Lev knew that I was Eltrana. Meaning that he knows, like. He, he must. He must this... know light. I've never used Eltrana in the wheel except for the minute and a half that I was with light. Not gonna lie, but I did get like I could kill you vibes from him, so I am not Wait, very surprised. Is, is Lev light? He might be. I don't know. Wait, you saw light? Yeah, well, yeah, but you you see me. I can change into and, people. He could also be. And do you wait? You saying let? Trill, you remember that he when he described the light previously, this was described as a tabaxi. And when you were talking with Lev earlier, he is a reborn. So he does not have fur. He is not cat-like at all. Mm-hmm. He just looks like a dead yeah, human with blue eyes. Yeah. Yeah, but could totally be that. The other thing that's really weird is no one should know that Ultrana is Crawl. No one. So I don't know how that has happened. Maybe he, well, maybe the crawl that you took the skin from or magic from, um, maybe that crawl knew her and he just thought no, you were no, the no, other no. crawl. No, I got crawl from somewhere way down south. Mm. Eltrana was like halfway up. No, no, no. So, what did he say to you again? Lev told me to say hi to Eltrana. Oh, that mm. is mm. ominous. Mm. It sounds like Nevix, as an organization, may have just 
noted you and their operative their local operatives are aware of what you do and who you are it's possible and it's freaking me out do you think bev knows understandable who knows do you think bev's in on it i don't know but i definitely don't want to enter the arena with bev i mean i didn't want to anyway because i'm terrified of fighting but definitely don't want to enter the arena with bev there aren't Can't a lot of choices cast a spell to turn into someone who's not afraid of fighting what? No, no. It's just, it's just the outer parts. Oh. It's not the inner parts. That's also huh. why all my muscle is crawl. How I'm not actually strong. It's just like, well, muscles inside. Huh. Well, well, yeah, but like, it's like you're wearing a muscle kinda, suit. Kind of superficial. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like any the uh, what's it called? A uh, prestidigitation or kind of uh, illusion magic, right? Yeah, kind of. So kind of. you're always Except the same person. You just illusion yourself into other things. Basically, except you can actually touch me and it's real. Really? Yeah. Um, Who would you like to touch? Let's not go there right now. Uh, no one? No. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I mean, that's that's pretty impressive. How long can you maintain that? Like, does the spell have like a... It's not a spell. Not a spell. So how are you doing? Well, well, no, then how are you doing it? I mean, what else besides magic could... Are you, like, flexing? That doesn't make sense. I mean, Why do you smell like fudge? Yeah. What? I don't smell like why fudge. Do you... I smell like brownies. Well, whatever that is. You guys are just talking in circles. I'm gonna go find Pauline and sober up. I think you should probably too. Probably no, good idea, I'm not drunk. Like, um, oh, like probably being mean. drunk. Uh, you open up the door to go back outside, and immediately smoke is wafting in. Uh, as you look outside into the dragon's flagon, several of the tables appear to be on fire. You see that several of the gyms are grabbing buckets of water and kind of tossing it on. You see that Pauline is very actively trying to cast a spell from a scroll that is summoning a cloud to rain inside the uh, dragon's flagon. I think Rupert tried to what learn player on his going own. What's going on? Preet will run out and you describe to me the role that you want to make to try and help with the situation. Each of you can start thinking about this. Uh, what's on fire? The, there are several tables that appear to be on fire, and like because the tables were on fire, like looks like like little uh, parts of the roof are also catching. Um, it's mostly contained to like the center of this area, but it looks like it's coming from the kitchen. <laughs> I'm running back to the kitchen. I rolled a uh, one on Rupert's attempt to recreate the produce flame spell that he rolled, and this is what I decided was gonna what, what was gonna happen from that. Um, trying to think here. Queen's casting a spell. James, yeah, I feel like. The best that Crete has in this moment is to grab a bucket alongside the gyms 
uh, he'll, well, first thing he'll do is he'll run in, and if anybody isn't already cleared out from the flames, he'll clear them out. Uh, roll me a perception. You have advantage because this is using your special eyes to try and make people out in in the smoke. Uh, I got a eleven. Uh, you don't see anyone here, but you immediately think, "Oh no, PT." All right, I start running. They start right. running towards that. Right, so you come out of the office and into the bathroom. Very, very quick run for you. You see that PT is just sitting there and he sees you come in and he goes, Oh, hey there, Crete. How you doing? Pop a squat. Stay a while and poop with me. <laughs> is the restroom equipped with uh, like water? Yes, you could. Like, there's uh, some, there's some more in here that you can grab water, and there are just a couple of like buckets that are in here. Uh, yeah, Crete just looks and says, "There's a small fire. Please be prepared to leave as quickly as you can, and we'll grab a bucket and make sure it's you know potable water and take it out and start helping put out the flame." All right, very good. <laughs> you you start helping to put out the flame. Uh, who knows what they want to do next? Uh, I was just going to go back to the kitchen to make sure Anita's not in there. Okay, uh, you go back to the kitchen, and you you do have you will have to go through some flames that are currently burning if you're going to head that way. You still want to do that? I mean, you'll be flying above them, but there will be risk that you could take a little bit of singe damage. Yeah, I mean, as much as I can avoid them, I'm going to avoid them. All right, roll a deck save to fly over it and into the kitchen. We're going to say low DC. Yeah, 20. You crush it. I was going to say 13. Uh, yeah, you definitely kind of fly over it, and you see, the the rest of you see, that as Crete first goes into action immediately after, Trill goes into like this protective mode and flies, instead of across the area to where Anita normally would be, to the kitchen, where she's not normally at, and he flies in there to go check and see if she's there. And uh, she is not. But you do see that there is an origination point for this fire uh, where you can see that Rupert is quickly trying his, oh, sorry, his she's best. she's in the serving room. Yeah, we're usually on the other side. Yep, he's trying his best to try and put this flame that he has made out that is underneath of a cooking hog. It didn't work. It didn't work. I should have waited. Um... <laughs> Uh, so if someone else is going to go first, but no, otherwise you, I go was, ahead. What do you want to do? I was going to try and see if can I druidcraft this one then? I can uh, cast it again. Yeah, you you immediately this the the main fire where everything was coming from. You managed to put it out with your druidcraft. This was just a regular flame. It wasn't anything weird like that other right. weird chimney thing you used. All right. Uh, after you managed to get that done, uh, Fio or Crawl, either of you want to do anything? You are still kind of mm -hmm. in a dark and haze, the two of you. Yeah, so we're hanging back, probably like helping each other stand up, I'm thinking. Is that what you're thinking, Crawl? Crawl's crawl's going forward trying to help put out the fire. Oh, okay. But he's drunk, and he's not good at it, and he probably focuses on the <laughs> ceiling, and his athlete, his strength is crap, so he's trying to throw like buckets of water to the ceiling and just not doing well. All right, roll it. 
Uh, throwing a bucket at a ceiling, I'm going to think say is athletics, and with your uh, current state, probably disadvantage. All right, level to fifteen and a ten. You managed to get one of the buckets up there to hit, uh, but you take it from one of the gyms and like huck his bucket up when he was getting ready to like try and put a table out. Um, the water does kind of splash back down and do do some, give you some effect, but that bucket is now gone, and he is like looking around for another bucket now. File, you see this chaos unfolding in front of you. Yeah, she's kind of just like slightly swaying and like. What the hell is going on? And she's like looking to the fire out here. And then she's kind of looking back over to the, the, her shoulder to where obviously they had that little weird fire box chimney thing. And she's like kind of thinking to herself, is that a little box thing, a representation of here? Let me put fire in there. <laughs> and now there's fire out here. <laughs> Roll me an insight. With a disadvantage? Or... Nope, just roll me a okay, flat insight. Cool. There we go. 15. You then, following this trail of thought, start looking around for beer to be poured all over the place because Trill also poured a beer in there trying to put this thing out. And so you're like, all right, if this is a representation of this place, there's got to be beer somewhere. And you're looking around and you don't see any beer. Mm. Or torn up pieces of leather. Yep, torn up pieces of leather is what caused this. You've solved it, Bio. Uh, Crete, you make your way back out. Uh, the, the rest of you guys with those rolls, you all were pretty successful on your rolls minus one of you. Um, so I will say that uh, it, it takes about... 30 seconds to a minute of you guys working hard to try and get this. Towards the end of it, Fio, you kick into gear, catch up with everybody, and start trying to help put everything out. Um, and the place is just wet right now. Uh, the, the Pauline finished casting the spell. A little rain cloud comes out, drizzles, put out the last embers everywhere. I swear to God, Rupert, ever since you got those magic hands from nowhere, you've been nothing but trouble. Hmm. I kind of like mm. <laughs> uh, Ashley walks away. Uh, I think maybe Rupert needs to like uh, maybe he needs like a place to practice magic and maybe you know limit the spells he can use in here until he demonstrates that he can use them to you. Maybe I oh, mean so, he. So first you want to leave, and now you want to take my son with you to go be no, some kind no. of adventurer. No, no, no. I mean, I'm him have him practice somewhere safe here. You know, where he's not going to burn down the place. You know, like, even outside or just, like, you know, in, like, a yeah. the basement or something. Somewhere where he's not going to damage Out things. Outside. Yeah. No trees around. Dead. Yeah, you know, mm -hmm. after after work, you know, he can do some practicing. And when he thinks he's got it down, he could show it to you and then do it. I mean, he did help, you know, out in the kitchen, helping me put out the fire. So, you know, it's... Roll me a deception. He, he's, he's pretty talented. All right. It's it's going to be a low DC because he was actively trying to put it out, but he was not being effective at all. No. Yeah, I'm just saying he's 
I mean, I hate, well, I don't hate to say it, but, you know, me and Rupert haven't always got along, but he's, uh, he's actually uh, kind of impressed me lately with some of the, you know, his mage hand work and whatnot. Uh, with your 18, uh, even though she is a bit apprehensive about it, you see that she's like, yeah, well, maybe, but I, I swear, if I just, I don't have enough hands around here, I just need to hire more folks to come work for me. Your son obviously has a talent. I think that should be clear at this point. Regardless of what happened today, which is a tragedy averted, he means well and has a thirst to learn. I would really consider finding him a school, something to Dinner. focus his time and energy around this particular topic that can safely teach him to pursue this knowledge. Fire kind of gives like a arms out, like, hey. Well, you know, I mean, it's just those places are pretty expensive to try and send them to. And I just, I don't, I don't know if I can do that right now, but I see what you mean. I, I understand it. Um, I guess for now, we're just gonna have to figure out how to make do. She's, uh, oh, dang it. She looks over. There are two dead bodies in, in the fire. <sighs> Somebody go call a medic to come collect them, get them resurrected and back on their way. Are those resurrected. Does yeah. it look like they're still dying or dead dead? Dead dead. Are they customers? Yeah. Oh. I mean, from where they're sitting, I see Jim, I see Jim, I see Jim. Where's Anita? Anita pops her head out from the back. Oh, thank God. What happened out here? I was literally seconds away from murdering Rupert. But not anymore. Also, there was a fire. Oh, um, okay. Everyone good? Actually, yeah, I'm very, very drunk and I need to not be. Oh, I got you, hon. Come here, come here. Thank you. Also him. And she's well, especially like, him. Thumbs at Crawl. She looks at Crawl. Honey, do they not know that you don't drink with them? The thing is, <laughs> I normally don't. Oh, oh, okay. Uh, one copper for both of you, like total. <gasps> Fine. I got you. Told me I gotta make money, honey. I did. I did. So she takes the copper and uh, very quickly takes yours off of you. Uh, file, uh, and you go back to, to normal, and then she comes over to, cr to crawl. So, you actually drank tonight, huh? I didn't like it. You didn't like it much at the fairy pie party, either. No. No, I did not. How's the ground feel right now, hon? It's all wavy. 
Yeah, yeah, that happens. Uh, she looks at the rest of you. Have y'all finished having your fun with him while he's this way before I make him, you know, go back? It was no part uh, of this. That was fun. I don't know about that, but yeah, yeah, we're good. We're good. We need to focus. All right. And she, boop, you are instantly brought back. Uh, and even though it normally cures people with absolutely no headache whatsoever, there's just a slightest bit of a hangover headache. I don't like this. Where are we going now? I don't know. Oh, your brother? No, father? One of those people. Um. Well, we have a couple of options, and uh, let's go grab a unburnt, unwet uh, table. Oh no! All of them are wet. There are two of them that are unburnt. Hmm. Let's go stand outside. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um. So the way I see it, you know, Trill, as you fly outside, you see Anita come out from the back room with two towels that you know that she's going to be cleaning this place up for a while. Um. You. Yeah. I mean, you guys decide where you want to go. You know, we have an option up north and uh we also have your uh uh we can look into your brother's place which we need we, we should probably get over there eventually or unless you can reach out to him um i'll i'll be out i'll meet you guys out there in a bit good luck i'm gonna go grab one of those towels all right you go and you get to work helping her get this place cleaned back up uh when you first come in and she sees you come back inside uh, she looks a little bit puzzled as she's sitting there, like, cleaning one of the tables up. You back already? Uh, yeah, yeah, you know, uh, it's just being back in the bar kind of, uh, you know, makes me miss just being here. So, uh, here, uh, I'll, I mean, it, the whole fire thing with, uh, Rupert, it was kind of Partially, maybe unrelatedly our fault. Just for making him interested in magic. You said well, what now? It was mostly Fio. But, you know how it is. Uh, you, that was Pauline who responded. Not oh, what? Where were you? In also cleaning up this place. Gonna... It was y'all's fault? No, <laughs> <laughs> it, it wasn't our fault. It's just he saw Fio doing it and he just figured it out, I think. I don't know. For some reason, he looks up to her. I don't get it. You see her eyes do that thing where she starts trying to figure out what the most effective response to this is going to be. And you see that she just stops staring at you, goes back to what she's doing, and she is vigorously wiping down these tables now. Hmm. Uh... Towel? I need to hand you a towel. You begin helping them clean up. Uh, you guys that are outside, what are you talking about? So we we gotta go see if we can find your father, right? Or go use this key. Yeah. Hey, you might be able to steal from your brother. Hmm. Oh, wait. Uh, come in. Come in. Close, closer. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh... If you're if you're staying closer to make sure that they are closer to you and no one else is around, if you guys are standing out front, I'm just going to tell you right now, there is at least one other person around. Who? Leroy. Leroy. He's just standing there staring at us, probably. <laughs> Still has his Creed outfit on. Okay, do, do I see him looking at us? Yeah. Every time you guys come by, he stares. Mm. It's weird. Okay. Okay, uh, so when we're all huddled in together, I'm going to like cast Zone of Truth, and then um, in Laura's direction, I'm going to cast Jim's Glowing Coin so he looks okay. All right, so he needs to beat a what for his wisdom save? Uh, 15. All right. Uh, on a natural 17, he sees the coin go swinging past him, and his eyes go right back to Crete. Damn it. Um, okay, just come in closer. Why are we so I, close? Yeah, do I recognize because... what she's doing? He, he is literally doing nothing out of the ordinary. Uh... But his ordinary is standing around listening to anybody who walks by this place. Yeah, it's all normal until it turn, turns out that he's actually, what's his name? Light or whatever. Or uh, what's the guy's name? Yeah, Light. Oh, um, yeah. Creed's uh, just like, it's just, it's just Lloyd. He's fine. He's. Shush. We could just walk away. Oh, no, it's too late. I already cast it, so. What did you cast? Zone of Truth. Um, Why? You guys do get a charisma saving throw against it, or you can intentionally fail. Uh, Crete chooses to fail. Um, uh, He does does look up at um, Leroy for a second and, like, gives him kind of like a like a zipper mouth motion kind of thing. Leroy sees you make that motion and walks inside his little stables area. Hmm. Well, that was effective. Okay, still Krall, close. Like, Krall I... also chooses to fail. Okay. I have trust issues, okay? Mm-hmm. Obviously. No. I don't know how to handle this. There. Me being truthful. I I, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do about my father. We go find your dad, right? I mean, I... Now that I've, like, sobered up, I, I... really do think my brother is also worried about him, which is not good because he does not worry about things ever um, that I know of. And I don't know what to do. I don't want to go from here. I am too tied to this and conflicted. So I need uh, your help. I mean, I think we have to find him. Okay. And but, there's any other option. How? He holds up the key and says, again, 
your brother offered an opportunity to speak. <sighs> I really hate talking to him. Understandable. Him I mean, thinking about him. We we have to because because of your brother's weird office that is like a weird dimensional office. Your father could have gone missing in any precinct connected to that office. So we need yeah. to at least find out where to start. I and, didn't even think of that. And I hope it's here. I mean, the first time we ran out. into him, he was outside. I mean, when we he first was. ran into him. So, for all we know, they had other business here, and they continued. Continued working. Um, but again, and Okay, we'll pick, you know, raise up the key one more time. As far as <sighs> this particular issue is concerned, your best clue is probably starting with the source. <sighs> and, like, let's be honest. You like to get one over on your brother, right? Yeah. You like to one-up him. Oh, it gives He's me such having joy. trouble finding him. Mm. He had to reach out to you for help. If you find him, that's awesome. I like you, Curl. Maybe you could even take over and make your father your your slave. Oh, no. I mm, That makes me itchy. No? Okay. Good. That actually makes me feel better about you as a person. Yeah, I mean, see how sad and pathetic he looked? Like... <sighs> oh. Okay, never mind. What? Oh, no, like... Uh. Let's focus. I care, I care for him. There. You happy? I mean, not necessarily happy as much as relieved. I'm still freaking out, kind of, but I'm okay. Let's, let's do this. All right, I am going to... Trust in you. I hope you understand how hard that is for me. Great. Well, um, well, we'll reach into a pocket and he pulls out a small golden, uh, kind of like a tag, I guess you could say, or like a, 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 like, like a, a charm. thin, yeah. I mean, it's kind of like just basically like a a small golden bar, and it just has some Goliath writing on it, kind of a thing. And he'll hand it over to um, Bio. And says, "If you're going to trust me, then please hold on to this." What? What? What is it? Well, it's a way that I can keep track of you in some time, in some way. What? Also, it's like a symbol of our friendship, of our connection. Then <clears> you <throat> can stalk me. Mm. Again, you're going to trust me, and I'm, okay. that's not something I'm going to do. But, uh, I mean, say you get kidnapped suddenly. It'll help me find you. Okay. I was trying to do the math in her head. And she will... Is it something she, like, would slip into her pocket? 
or would she like put it in her bag and then she's kind of playing out a scenario? If she was kidnapped, would she have this bag on her or not? What are you handing her? It's literally just like a small piece of um, gold. So that... it's just is it just something that you can try and scry on later? Yeah, I mean, like he can often like he gives it to people. Often he gives it to people who he like he liked a lot. And it's kind of like a way of saying, hey, if you ever need me to so help you. This isn't like a class ability or anything. This is just something no. that, okay. That's all he I was will. making sure that I wasn't missing that you had some like like talisman warlock or something like that. that you. Oh, yeah. I'm like super secret hardcore, man. You just didn't read my sheet close I enough. Did, uh, I did not. <laughs> uh, he can locate object on it, though. Got it. Uh, which is another thing that he he will do so, around certain people. Something familiar to you that you can try and scry on. That just that makes sense. It clears up a lot of questions I had in my head. Yeah. Um, but it's also it's just sort of like it's a traditional thing for him. He hands it to people, and it's kind of like a, a a symbol of the of the friendship or the relationship in the, in a certain sense. Do I remember it also you giving one of these like to a, Trevin? Uh. Trevin makes a lot of paint. Uh, I think I did. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like, okay. Uh, yeah. Yep. I'm remembering that. Yeah, I believe I gave Trevin one of these things um, as well, and so um, it just sort of acts as a symbol of like, hey, we were we're friends. We're gonna work together, and um, and or if you if you ever need a favor, this is how you call it in. Crete's handing out blood debts over here. So, All right. so do we want to try and use this key. I mean, I think we should. Fio, I don't have any cool gold thing to give you, but I look around. Is there anyone around here? No, Lord Leroy has been shoved off. Nobody else is standing nearby. All right. Do you want to punch your brother in the face? Can I turn into your brother? Oh, no. No. I... I I flash like a really big grin. Mm. And she'll just like slap him. All right. Uh, We're going to say one damage from the slap. (laughs) Okay. I change back. I'm sorry. That's saving throw. (laughs) (laughs) I, I offered. Don't be sorry. Uh, right moments after this is happening, you, you guys hear Pauline shouting, Get on out of here, all of you. Get on out. Don't come back for at least a day till I can cool off. And you right. see Trill being essentially tossed out the door. Oh, my mind just got better. Um, uh, what happened? Huh? Oh, just helped clean up inside. Polly? Well, yeah. Uh, no, I was just, you know, talking with Anita, and she asked, uh, you know, why I wanted to help out, and I said, well, I haven't been around for a while, and, you know, the whole, I was like, you know, Rupert kind of learned magic from us, and so I felt kind of partially responsible and uh well you know Pauline uh she kind of I guess took it to mean that 
this was kind of our fault in a roundabout way? <sighs> I mean, I mean who, who would make that logical leap? Most reasonable people. No. The reason you feel guilty? No, no. It's that just the. Yeah, I mean, Pauline's just angry because she thinks that we're the reason why Rupert's throwing mage hands everywhere. I mean, well, technically it's true. The point is, we're banned for a day. Eh, we were done drinking anyways. Oh, wait, I didn't return the mug. Do you think we can um, say it's lost in the fire? I mean, they're probably going to come after you for that thing. Yeah. I would maybe... Oh, crawl! Uh, how about you take the mug and turn into someone who's not going to get punched? I mean, I'm pretty sure they're... Just, just, uh, just give me the mug. Hmm. I, I just go back as crawl. I'll be like, hey, I know we're not allowed here, but this has to get returned. Uh, the gym that that originally handed the mug out very quickly comes over and takes it and like puts his body in between you and Pauline to like block line of sight. I got it. I got it. Thank you. Thanks. Problem solved. Let's go. No more. Mm. No more delays. Wait, See, are we, we are responsible. Are we homeless now? Mm. I'm not. I've always been homeless. Hey, really? Wow. Like I mean... Oh, yeah, but your place is on the wall, and aren't they like in the middle of preparing to invade? Don't you have Wait. a home? What? No, he got kicked out, remember? That's right. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I mean, you can come stay with me. Exactly. And that's why I don't have a home. No rent, just like go from place to place. Rent is not a thing here unless you want like something fancy. You can just have like a house. That sounds like responsibility. Yeah, you just have to like ask one of the guardians to get it set up for you and make sure there's a plot of land available for it. Yeah, but then you have to like mow the lawn to, you know, stay Mm -hmm. in line with the ordinances. Dust. Ugh. Then you have to make sure people are not breaking into it. You gotta repaint it. You have to buy furniture for it. And as soon as you have a place, you start accumulating things. So while you guys are talking about the housing market of the precincts, a large lumbering guardian comes by and enters in through the door. Uh, You see that as it approaches the door, the size of the guardian seems to shift so that he can fit through the doorway. And then he walks inside, closing the door behind him. Behind he just went inside the bar? Yes. That's not creepy. Wait, why would a guardian go inside the bar? So two dead people. Yeah. <laughs> oh, right. Hey, hey. Oh, what? Hmm? No, no more distractions, especially you. Yes. Points to fire. Let's go. Yeah. Um. Wait, where are we going? Do we decide? Use that kill. Uh-huh. We'll start with getting in touch with Beyond. Alright, how, how long do we have until Belgian shows up? Uh, you guys started Alan. this day with two days left for him to get here, uh, and you guys are now at the end of day one. 
All right, so we have another day, and then he's going to start getting here on the, the day after. Yep. But it might take him a while because if there's maybe a giant groundhog pit in the middle. Also, yeah. teleportation gets turned off. Um, well, that's right. He's going to have to travel physically, which is going to take him that whole day. How are you guys traveling to get to Beyond Dock? Are you going to go through the cities or are you going to try and cut through the bazaar? This feels like a trap. I would, I would assume we're taking the shortest route. I know, this feels like a trap. Yeah, I feel like for Cree, he wouldn't think too hard about it. Probably just go the the short (laughs) But what's the DM asking? All right, Uh, as you guys are headed (laughs) throughout the bazaar, uh, everybody make me a perception. God damn it. Uh, Crete will (laughs) have... This is not eyesight-based. Crete will have um, uh, Shale come along. Okay. Uh, Can Shale make a perception? Sure. Go ahead and roll a d20 uh, for perception for shale at a 2. Does Corbin also get one? If Corbin's coming along, yes. He's always within 100 feet of me. Alright, then Corbin can roll it. Yeah. Does anybody get not. above? Does anybody get a 16 or above? One second. One I'm, second. I'm trying to remember what what Corbin's plus is one second. Oh, he has a plus a, three. So flat. Wisdom check. The second one of mine is Corbin's. Add one to it. There we go. Corbin gets a 16. <laughs> Crawl gets a seven. All right. <laughs> Crete and Shale are like actually just like walking alongside each other and sort of wrestling at the same time. We don't, we don't give a shit. Uh, it is Corbin who chirps out into your ear. Uh, crawl. Hmm? Interesting news. Come Oh, everyone's talking about it. Were you not listening? The oh. arena champion lost in a battle today. The shit. Guys, guys, Bev lost a fight today. Which one? Wait, what? I, I don't know. I've lost a fight. To who? For what? Well, I'm assuming that it was supposed to be to turn the teleportation off. Wait, was she meant to lose that one or not? No, she that. needed to turn it off. Otherwise, the plan wasn't going to work. Oh, Wait, first your brother me. and now this? Oh, gosh. Don't overthink it. True. Huh? Hmm. <clears throat> we will be fine. We need to work what we know first and foremost. Well, I know we're next on the list. We're not on anyone's list. We don't register mm. to anybody out here. Oddly comforting. At least not yet. Corbin, do you know who she lost to? No, I didn't hear anything about that. Just that she lost. Everyone's talking about it like it's some kind of a big deal. All right, thank you. Um, uh, there was also one of those songbirds that came by while you were in that room earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, they said that the plan is going according to specifications. He didn't say it like that. He was much brusker. Okay. 
Thank you. What's um who who oh wait uh bizarre we're in the bizarre who who would know what's going on? Probably uh, everybody. I'm gonna start asking around see if anyone's heard about the arena fight. Uh, everyone that you're that you would talk to is is chatting about it throughout the bazaar right now. Who the, can we figure out who is up against? Uh, there is a champion from the Maven's Accord. Uh, after asking around a, a little bit, you find out that the name of the person who defeated her was Rose Bloodgood. Uh, she was stepping in on behalf of Del Delcina Dewar, who is the normal champion for the Maven's Accord, but was currently unavailable for this battle. Well, that's do convenient. I, do I recognize that name? You do. Uh, Roseblood Good was like probably four levels above you when you were in the Maven's Accord, and she ran a tight ship. Um. She is in the like greater infrastructure of the Maven's Accord. She is considered one of the assistants to the leader now. It's just a spot of bad luck. I don't know. I mean, how much bad luck do you get before it seems like someone's coordinating efforts against you? Chill, my friend. Always assume they are. Mm. So if we can assume they are, how would they know to be shutting down all these different avenues? Your brother talks to us. Now your father's missing. Um, Bev comes up with some weird scheme, maybe. And then she loses to a stand-in for someone she expected to fight. Wait, is, how's Bev? Is Bev okay? It wasn't like to the death or anything, was it? You know, as far as I heard, you know, it was a non-lethal fight, but nobody's seen her kind of since everything went down. It's, I mean, it's the first fight she's lost. Jeez. We'll um, check in on her on the way back from the on-dock. Okay. Let's focus. Yes. One thing at a time. Uh, as you're continuing along, are, are you going to continue asking people and trying to get more information, or, or is that it? Crawl for sure is. All right, Crawl. What you end up finding out is when this fight started, uh, Rose Bloodgood went from being on one side of the arena to being on the other side of the arena and landed a cracking blow to the armor that may that. Uh, May. I said May. I didn't mean to say May. That Bev is always wearing uh, and knocked her prone and she never got up again. Uh, from there Rose just demolished her until eventually Driscoll called the fight. Hmm. It's not ideal. That's not a deal. Turns out that Bev's opponent basically sp sprinted or teleported across the arena and like hit her once, cracked her armor, knocked her down, 
and she never got up. He just she was they just kept hitting Bev. Well, did you hear anything about where she is now? No, nope. no, nobody has any information on where she is now. It's just scuttlebutt about the fight and what it means for the precinct. Oh, jeez. I mean, Kareet, what do you think? Like, does this mean that we could... I mean, if you fight her, maybe you can beat her It doesn't now? matter about I, beating I, I, her or not. I, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. I'm just saying... Yeah, you're right. Sorry. It means that Driscoll's going to be looking for a new champion, though. Wait, really? If Bev can't maintain his confidence, then he's going to start looking for a new champion. Well, I mean, <laughs> wait. I was go ahead. What? I mean, you're thinking small there. I mean, someone no, I'm could also big. challenge. No, I mean, he's thinking small. Oh. Someone go come along and challenge Driscoll for being arena master. What's to stop him? Driscoll? Right now, Bev is the one thing that stopped everybody. Exactly. Well, we don't know. I haven't never seen Driscoll fight. I mean, he doesn't look particularly strong, but you never know. And also, I mean, what if what if Driscoll got wins? I mean, Driscoll's pretty good friends with Balak, right? So what if he got wind of what Bev was planning and you know, she has this fight that he maybe didn't approve of because he doesn't really see a need to shut down teleportation and so he tells so-and-so how exactly to take her down? Yeah, it's possible. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. At this point, we can't overthink it. We need to move. You're right. You're right. Yeah. And now I'm feeling bad for Bev. This is so complicated. So much easier just being a. I don't know what I was actually. Green life is. It's a big ride. Mm. It has its ups and downs. In the long run, though, it's what this world is built off of. So none of us can get away from it, even if we never step in the ring. Great, you're turning into a philosopher. What? You're turning into a philosopher. Man can't think about why he fights? No, no. I, I support it. I was just making a point that I think you're doing a good job. You guys continue making your way through the bazaar. You uh, are deft enough as you go to make sure that you watch your your pockets to make sure that nobody is going to try and pilfer anything off of you. You stay away from the hawkers who are trying to pull you in to buy wares because you guys are on a mission. Occasionally, Fio sees like a spell book or like an or an ancient staff that is being offered and and kind of gets pulled off for a second. But you guys manage to pull her back and keep her on track. Uh, leading her all the way to the building where you guys had previously met with uh, Heru and Beyondok. When you arrive, the are you guys do, being stealthy about coming up? Or are you just walking up? How are you guys doing your approach? 
I assume just walking up, but yeah, I don't think any of us are in, under the belief that we're in danger approaching. Yep. So as you guys walk up, you see that uh, the door is wide open. Uh, inside looks nothing like the office that you saw previously. Uh, looks like a very small warehouse, very dusty, looks pretty unused. This oh, is unexpected. This is going to be like the thing where we have to wait and then we all hide in the alley and then Michael Jackson shows up and then he opens the warehouse and there's like a whole 1920s thing inside. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, <laughs> Crete, Crete will hand the key over to Fio. I assume you know how to use one of these. Yeah, for a door. I think he means we have to close the door and use the key and then open it again. It just seems weird. Well, I mean, the key is what summons the inter... district? Well, let's try. Kind of I just have a... I mean, it's weird feeling. I assume he's done this with you before, right? Wait, 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 no. Uh, hold on, Crete. What do you mean, weird feeling? I don't know. What? Well, I mean, here goes nothing. And she'll uh, close the door shut and then use the key. Uh, as you stick the key into the lock and turn it, you feel it click over once and then you feel it click over a second time and it turns like to a almost like a two o'clock position instead of like a three o'clock like you would have expected and as it does so you see that the wood beams that are like found the foundational pieces of this building all like shimmer very slightly and then as you push the door open the inside is once again the lavish office of beyond dark sulta uh, you see him sitting directly behind the desk kind of looking through a whole bunch of paperwork And with a natural four, he does not notice that any of you are walking in. Let's go in, I guess. All right. Try to lead in. Sure. <laughs> All right, you guys walk in. He is like. I'll make said, sure to grab the key while we're going in. Uh, when you go to grab the key, there is nothing there. Oh. The door's just open. Weird. It's one of those one-use keys. Moves the paper from one thing to the other, to, from one side of his desk to the other. I kind of elbow fire. So. Oh, what? Oh. Oh, huh. Hey, Fio. I, uh, I see you got my note. Mm-hmm. So, any updates on things? Maybe. So, how'd you lose father? His eyes dart to the other people who are in the room. I... I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I thought we were alone in here with them. <laughs> 
Yeah, no, we he, not alone. No, you are. You guys. The rest of the party is the other people in the room. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> I thought like we looked to the left and there's just like a oh. bunch of people just sitting there looking at us. Like what? <laughs> like man, we should really look to the left more often. <laughs> we're gonna. You think we're gonna discuss family business in front of strangers? Mm-hmm. Really? They're here to help. Yeah, I'm sure help. So, uh, I don't know what my sister here has told you, but I am currently missing an assistant, and I uh, don't know where he went. Do you know which district he went to? Is it this one? Wait, why are we looking for an assistant? His dad. Oh, His dad. oh. yeah. Uh, Read between the lines, guy. So the best that we can tell from doing a few things here and there, divinatory, you know, it looks like he went out in your district, which is why I kind of thought you might know what happened to him. I haven't heard anything yet. Nope. This is one, another one of those random people that Elodin killed. Fio, roll me... Insight check with advantage. Eleven and a twenty-five. Twenty-five is pretty good. With a twenty-five, what you what clicks in your head? What you remember a few episodes ago you'll recall that i asked everybody for a perception check and nobody got above a 10 and everybody was like oh man what was that all about and eric said oh man this is this is just the dm trick it doesn't mean anything you now place at this moment that one of the faces you saw in the crowd as you were walking through the bazaar was heru salta What you can remember with that 25 uh, piece of information I didn't necessarily want to hand out to you guys. You saw him there speaking with a Goliath male that you don't recognize. So, I mean, how long ago did he leave? As far as I can tell, it must have been sometime shortly after you guys were here last time. And uh, hmm. I know you took my pen when you left. Well, I mean, you left it out for me. You didn't take the pen. You left it behind, remember? What? You didn't actually take the pen from this place, and he is saying that you did. Yeah, we thought it was a trap. Wait, didn't I take the pen? You yeah. decided to leave it because you thought that he no, wanted you I to totally take it. No, I totally took the pen. No, she took it, and then the, and then the messenger, the messenger was like, and I know you took my pen, and she was like, damn it! <laughs> oh, see, I thought that he said that and was wrong about it, but okay. Yeah, no, he okay. was so, right! Yeah. So, so yeah, he knows you took the pen, and, he, and so he goes, I know you stole my pen and my stapler. Wait, mm, stapler, no. Pen, I fully admit to. Because you left it out right there. Why would we need a stapler? 
I'm sure you guys are in business. You need to keep important documents together. Have you not heard of a stapler yet? It's a great new invention. Why don't you just? How much does it cost? Stack them. Documents are too easily stolen. I don't. I don't, I don't sell them personally. I I bought this one, and it's a hey, new um, one that I had to purchase thanks to you. Not me. Okay. Anyway, can we focus here? I mean, why are you so concerned? Like I. Don't get it. Father's been in service to me for going on eight years. And he's never been gone without me knowing where he is in eight years. This is different. And lately, he's been different. How so? You know, he talked back to me the other day. Really? Huh. And uh, getting later and later on actually getting things done. Pushing to figure out if you were actually in here when we heard the rumors that you were around. He's been doing a lot lately. It does sound unusual. Look, I don't care. I need the stapler back. If you find him, cool, but I, I need the stapler. I don't have your stupid stapler. You see he eyes you. So you didn't take it. Nope. Which means I didn't even see a stapler to take. It. It, was <sighs> in the, it was in the desk drawer. The desk drawer that was locked and you guys couldn't get into. Oh. I yeah. came back after that meeting. The desk drawer was open. The pen was gone. The stapler was gone. I haven't seen Dad since then. How much does one of those things cost? And if you hawk it on the street, what can you get for it? Uh, I bought that thing for 3000 what? Three thousand. Maybe he took it to try to start his own business empire again. Maybe he was sick of your shit. Maybe he was sick of your shit and like you know, thumbs over to <laughs> like what Carl said. You know, if you weren't so hot, dude, I would punch you in the face. But I don't want to ruin like your jawline there. Oh, you got no idea, bud. Sounds like your assistant decided to bet on a venture of his own. On whoever Look. that might have been. Yeah. Look. You guys have anything new on the whole Balak Mordrin front? Do you have any more evidence? Evidence. No, I talk to people. I don't have evidence. You, do you realize what evidence could do to like an empire of mine? Does right. your father or oh. servant have any connection to Balak Mordrin? Uh, I mean, like three. Yeah, yeah, like three months ago, 
we had a, a business dealing. They, the two of them went, they met at the Casino Imperial for a while. And then, you know, uh, we took care of the things that needed to be taken care of at that location. And then he came back and, you know, And you know what? He came back and then he's been kind of a shitty guy. Wait, you think he made a deal with Balak? Um, I, 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 I don't want to get involved in family stuff. He made a deal. He made a deal. And he pushes some of the paperwork off of his desk onto the floor. You see the kind of that instant regret of oh shit I don't have a, uh, an assistant right now to pick that up I'm gonna have to pick all of that up later. <laughs> Crawl walks over and starts picking it up. Oh, Crawl didn't do that. Excuse me, you're far too far too handsome to do this. Uh, you fairy guy, come come pick yeah. this stuff up. Okay, no, 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 it's okay, it's okay. So now I have a change in request, sister. If you don't know where he is, find him. And bring him to me. And for what? I'll get you in to see Balak Mordrin. Is that what we want? We already kind of have that, presumably. Yeah, we might already have that in. Thanks. But, um, just so you know, there might be some other, like, things going on in the background. Did you hear about um, the arena champion losing? Oh shit, your arena champ lost? Yep. Oh, blood in the water, blood in the water. Alright, no wonder everybody's so interested right now. And it was against, um, you know, the teleportation people. The Accord. Thank you. Huh. Well, that's... It was... Was it Rose, wasn't it? That's interesting. That's interesting you would say this. Oh, yes. That was a good point as well. So it was going to be their regular fighter, and then all of a sudden, she can't fight. So uh, one of the bigwigs steps in, and yeah, from what we hear, completely owns the arena champion. Huh. Well, that sounds like a very sticky wicket. I am super glad I am like, I don't know, a thousand miles away from you right now because <laughs> the things be chicken in my uh, precinct. So if that is going on in your precinct, I maybe I just cut cut things and think that the lost cause until things stabilize. Um. Kind of an aside, maybe. Um, has I mean, you 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 kind of have a thumb on things happening in a lot of different districts, right? Yeah, yeah. I talk to everybody. I do do deals pretty much everywhere, kid. Um, so I'm just thinking, like, as far as Mixed Ink is concerned, have you have have has these kind of has this kind of situation ever occurred before, where you know suddenly the arena like 
champion loses to something that seems unrelated, and then Mixit kind of moves in. I, I like I told you last time. I think I talked to you about this guy. He he he's a shadows guy. He's not a publicity guy. He wouldn't want to be there, but he might want somebody to uh, be more favorable to him. So you've never seen this exact thing happen before, but you wouldn't put it past him. Yeah, I wouldn't put it past anybody to do just about anything. Isn't that right, Fio? He just kind of gives him a grimace. Mm. Ah, you see that uh, as you start to grimace. Very quickly, Beyond Doc's head snaps over to where Carl is picking up paperwork. You done over there yet? It's taken you quite a while to pick that up. You want to read my laundry lists, too? I mean, if you're offering. Uh, no, I'm obviously not offering. All right, put that, put everything back up. Stop reading what you're reading. Get back with the rest of your friends here. <laughs> In the background, for those of you who are listening in, uh, as Crawl was trying to pick that paperwork up, he made a couple of rolls trying to see if he could find any information. And he did find a little bit, but not before he got caught. All so, right. you going to hunt him down for me, or uh, what? It's your call file. No, it's your call. Remember, I trust you. I think we can all keep an eye out for things, but we do have things to take care of on our own. Unless you have anything that could lead us to solid evidence on Balak's actual modus and actions. I have seen Balak do these things, but I don't keep paperwork. If, uh, if you got somebody that I can tell this to, and I can tell them without it being known that I'm the one telling them, I'll talk. Oh, you want like a third party mediator? Or confidant? I don't want to be on Balik's bad side. I do business with a guy. Come on. I mean, why don't you just help us take him out and then you can maybe take over his entire empire? Roll me a persuasion. and Do it with advantage. Twenty-three. You know what, kid? You and I? We're going to talk. And he stands up from his desk and he starts moving towards the door. I'm 
Should, should we should we leave? He gets to the door and puts his hand on it. He closes the door. You see that the entire building from the inside where you see all of the wood beams once again reverberates. He opens the door again. Let's go get dinner. And outside where previously you saw that you were in the middle of a warehouse district in the wheel precinct, you now see surrounding you very finely paved cobblestone. You see roads leading just about everywhere, buildings that are large and immaculate, covered in runes, magical runes etched into the sides of them. You see gems atop of different buildings you, that are just kind of floating, suspended in midair. You see all around you that there is this hum of energy and of life. As you guys step out for the first time into a district that is not your own, a precinct that is not your own, and find yourselves in the precinct of Hullis, H-U-L-L-I-S, where the current reigning uh, members of the various guilds all across the precincts keep offices and homes. And this place is incredibly immaculate, and it is one precinct over from the Grand Arena. And as you guys are staring out at this vast and wondrous place ahead of you. That is where we are going to call it for the night. I was thinking like, wow, our precinct look like, looks like shit. <laughs> it's like, god damn it, man, we got so much shit to do. We, we don't <laughs> got time for this. Wait, this whole time we've been living in the boonies? <laughs> this is garbage. Mm-mm-mm-mm. <laughs>